What is up, everybody? I'm your host, Root Boy Root, with my co-host, Shaps, a.k.a. Willie Nelson. What is good? What's up, what's up? Yes, I. We are here for episode two of Andor, the spoiler talk. Um, we did the spoiler-free talk in our last episode, so if you want to just get our overall thoughts, you can check out the that episode and see what we thought without getting any of the major spoilers for the show, but we will continue our spoiler discussion while going through the episode um, piece by piece. So why don't we just do that right away and get right into it with Endor, episode two. A quick recap of where we left off with episode one. It was at the end that um, it was the scene between young Cassian and his sister, and he goes off with the older kids to go find a, uh, to go fi- uh, find the wreckage of this of the spaceship, and he leaves his sister behind, and it's implied that that's the that's probably the last time he saw. And uh, so now it starts off. Uh, should we just go scene by scene, or should I just give like a quick uh, of what's going on? All right. Anyway, so yeah, because it's not that uh, we just go scene by scene. So it starts off with the with a quick scene of all the older kids and Cassian, uh, uh, young Cassian going off uh, into the uh, like just walking across Canary uh, towards the thing and there is a shot of Canary <laughs> Canary <laughs> the black Canary <laughs> alright <laughs> so and there is and there is a scene a shot of him uh, standing over I think it's the the complete wreckage of uh, the mining facility, I think. Oh yeah, correct. So yeah, that's the that's the and and that shot is amazingly well done. Uh, maybe, maybe the kids were like the the children of the mining company or something like that. Right. Um, right. I I assume people. Or maybe their more. parents were workers in in uh, off Canary. Yeah, exactly. In the mining and they mentioned uh, something happened. I think something already happened on that planet, and I, I think we will learn more about the history of what actually happened over there. Um, right. But yeah. But uh, as a cinematographer, did you enjoy like the shot? Yeah, it was beautiful. And yeah. again, the fact that they're not using the volume, um, I think really like the show has a lot of. You you feel the 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 size of the space quite a bit, right? You know, I've like I was saying in other Star Wars shows, sometimes if because of the volume, it felt a little bit more compact. Um, right. But yeah, again, it feels very lived in and real, and even though I, it's obviously a CGI shot, I thought uh, great. Okay, I, like it didn't look CGI to me. I like even when I'm looking at it right now, it's it's it looks so cool, like. With Andor, like tiny little, uh, this huge like Grand Canyon sort of thing. Yeah, it's got like, it's got like steps on it and stuff, and like, yeah, very very cool. And you can see like a tiny little uh, machine uh, machinery. Yeah, the overall look from the show is incredible. Mm. You know, like, yeah, it does not. But like I, uh, I, I just think it doesn't look like a TV show. It just sometimes feels yeah. like a TV show. Right. Yeah, I agree. I think I think the story and like because it's like 
it's 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 so much longer than a regular movie. I think that's what like kind of gives it away. But but if you just in terms of just like visually, like it does, um, in a lot of ways look like a movie. Yeah, for me, it's mainly the the pacing and maybe the whole flashback editing together mm. because it's right. just such a TV cliche at this point. But mm. yeah, that's the only things I would say give it away. Right. All right. So next scene is uh, your favorite scene with uh, what was his name? What did Hammerbra. you name him? Hammerbra. Love him. Uh, ha- Hammerbra. Last time we saw him was at night when he was giving the nighttime uh, his nighttime show, and now we see him. I think this like, is the first time the... we see him, right? Isn't it? Is it? I think we saw him first episode. Maybe I, I thought we saw him twice in episode two. Anyways. Oh okay. But uh, I I, I oh saw, yeah, okay. Like maybe it's the first time you're right. I saw a lot of people online thinking the same thing. I thought there was a uh, Quincy Jones, like uh, really like famous mm. voice actor and actor that I really like. He, there's like Damn. a game where he was like a detective, and you got yeah. to be his robot. Uh, oh really? Partner. And game it was incredible. It's called uh, Detroit Become Human. Oh, um, I want to play that. Really it's good. on my list. Yeah. Maybe I a huge fan of him. But um, I looked at it again. I don't think it's him. <laughs> and I checked everywhere. Oh, and I, I couldn't find anything that confirms that it's him. So, <laughs> but it's funny that a lot of people had the same thought as me. Mm. But yeah, love it. Yeah, that's I, actually I, pretty cool. That, that, yeah, 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 right. But I love the, the whole ritual he makes out of it. You know, mm. the, the different poses and the grunt yeah. at the beginning. It's like... Um, and he adjusts his... Noise canceling headphones. Like, you can tell that like he really loves that job, and like you yeah. can't take it from him. Like you, you could would think you, they would have a droid to do it, but no, mm. he, it's it makes it more lived in. It makes it feel like it's part of the culture. Yeah, and it kind right. of like goes into like the later on when they're hitting the smaller bells. Um, mm. It kind of continues that theme that like in this culture, the the ringing of the bells or the anvils or whatever it is, it's just it's a thing. Um, it makes uh, it feel yeah. more lived in, I feel like, and makes me want to know more about the place, you know? Right. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. Right Again, add, doesn't add much to the show, but adds so much to the world. And I think for that, it's totally worth yeah, it. Yeah, those scientific details, you're right. When they, like, that's what I even mentioned in uh, the first episode is that all these little, little details, it makes the world, like, so much more lived in and, like, that these things have been happening. It's not like it just got created just for the story, and everyone's like like a cardboard character. Like it, everyone like, yeah. They didn't need to show that. They didn't need to show him do a ritual. They could have had like a far away shot of just someone. And like you said, or it could just be an android. But it uh, goes to show, yeah, you're right. It's like um, they're using the medium of TV for the right reason, mm-hmm. where they're like, because we have twelve episodes, we can take right. the time and include something like this. Where um, overall, I think this episode is probably the slowest out of the three. Yeah. In terms of like, uh, it's really just being with the characters mainly. It's a lot of mm-hmm. character development in this episode versus yeah. actual events. It's really mm-hmm. just like the 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 plots and motion at this point. But mm-hmm. again, I think it it allows us to get just that much more um, uh, into characters. this world. Yeah. Yeah, right. And into the world and like just, you know, really get uh, sucked in into the story and the world of these characters. And I think for that, it's, I, I appreciate it. 
where again like i i still think overall it, it felt slow but I, because of these things i appreciate it still right yeah, yeah that's true actually I, I i don't like i don't know if if maybe it would have been better if it was like like the first episode was like 30 minutes of uh screen time if if out of instead of three episodes 30 minutes each if they would have done like f two 40 minute episodes and included all this stuff like you know uh like segregated it into episode three and one i think that may have worked better but yeah you're right like since they had to do three episodes or whatever you know the second episode is a good way for us to like we got to understand some of the characters and what's happening and there's a plot that's now in motion and now instead of jumping right into the main thing in episode three we have time to just like chill with these people in this world and just see what they do on like a regular like a daily basis and and how does their morning routine start for the town and how how they interact with each other like those like that kind of stuff would have probably been left out had they just had to keep moving along and i think we haven't seen that much of actual like what it's like what it's actually like living in the star wars universe so to have like the first time where we get to see it be a show where they just get, take take some time and actually let right. us understand before uh, Endor probably goes on a grand adventure, we first get to understand like where is he right now and right. why. Is, like, I would hope that like or my hope for the show rather is that all of this will really matter in the coming journey of his story, mm. in terms of like you understand what he left behind right. and what his character motivations are going forward like why he acts the way he does right. which was in Rogue One the, the biggest question always of like why is he acting this way and right. he gave you little crumbs and bits and pieces here and there but like they never really spelled it out fully even the thing that mm -hmm. they spelled out we were saying that uh, he's been in the yeah, fight since he was six why don't you talk about it more <laughs> <laughs> but, why don't you take five ten minutes to just talk about that <laughs> but um yeah that's basically what what i'm hoping for that they just do that like yeah, it, use this time and make it mean something then i'm okay with it yeah and the but also like in, in a way you're right like where we're knowing now this character like where he lives what his people are like and the kind of environment that he comes in actually impacts the character a lot and i think like the more the viewer gets to know about that the more you actually not just the world like you get to know more about Andor as a person as well like you understand a lot of his character traits and like some things it, it may not just be like it, it's and and it's like two they keep showing like two different environments like but they're very unique environments both of them they're not just like regular things you know so i think we, we just seeing other people around him and how all that impacts him as a person it like makes us understand him uh, even better even like like adding to what he does in the story and within the plot and how he interacts but just seeing other people you kind of understand him better as well uh, and, with that and you kind of get a payoff for the setup of the town meaning something already in the next episode right. where they are actually you know their own character like the entire town yeah. matters yeah hmm. you're right yeah all right that was mr hammer hammer bro doing his thing and then you see um and or walking back into town it's super early and uh he comes and meets another scavenger he meets those 
you you see sort of like a quick shot of like morning rituals of all these people that we've seen before the junkyard manager uh and uh his his construction worker a friend is there they're like putting off like their gloves and stuff you know you just see like you have these quick shots of each part of the town where that we were introduced to in episode one you see them again like what they're like at the beginning of the day how did they start their morning everyone even like the alley where your other favorite character was vetched yeah vetched you, you see that little lane as well and you see everyone's like sort of setting up shop like and uh, uh, where we're from we've seen shops like that you know like people setting that up at like five in the morning six in the morning you know on the road like just like by the side of the road and uh yeah that's it's it it's, makes it's it really cool lived in and uh, right i thought the shot of the gloves was really cool actually like it's such with a quick thing workers with it's just it's the one with the door and then there's just gloves on yeah. the side yeah it's again it just looks all very ritualistic but also very structured like yeah. you know like I don't know. Again, it just feels like it's, it's it's like any other like office or like like how we are in today's day and age. You just see like like when everyone just starts their day, you see everyone doing exactly that. They're just going on with their morning ritual, you know. Yeah. And you see that for every. You even see the the guy who loaned him the money. They're sort of sitting there starting up something, and then you see Bix walking into her office. Where you see in the back, like you said, there's gloves for the construction workers, and then where Bix is walking, there's like rocket launchers or something in the back, and uh, she she just sort of walks over to like this like janky control, uh, control station, and it's I actually noticed that right now I didn't make a note of that earlier, that it it it's funny how how, like opposite it is in terms of cheap looking to the control room of the corporates. Where the guy is eating the ramen. Yeah, I just noticed that. Like, uh, like there's definitely this a, one is so janky. There's a great contrast between the two. Yeah, but, even the colors, like that's like bright blue, you know. Yeah, the corporals, and this is like like dirty, and it's like sandy, and there's like no light. She's like coming through like a hole in the wall. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then uh, you see her walk onto the thing and she checks something on her computer and she's like, oh my God, like she has that look, you know? And uh, her boyfriend walks walks in and he's like, hey, what's wrong? And she just immediately shuts something down. She's like, oh, I'm just tired. And, um, and he's like, hey, you're tired for a meal? Let's do this. And she's sort of uh, 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 blows him off and, and says like, hey, why don't we like do something to move and just sort of like leaves and, and you see like a suspicious look on the boyfriend's face and he decides to check uh, what she was checking on the computer you know I, I'm, I'm sure you've been in relationships but um, I've never checked my girlfriend's phone like that oh my girlfriend has checked my phone many times oh uh, yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> so you know how big feels then yeah. Okay, but now, but now you also know how Bix's boyfriend feels, aka your ex-girlfriend. Mm -hmm. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Thank God she you never see, called the cops on anybody. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, well, if if you were having an affair with someone, or like, uh, or like, or like a close enough affair, where she thought that, then maybe she would call the cops on that chick. 
Another one. Sorry, All right, well, <laughs> we, should, we should reel it in. <laughs> There's a tangent we should reel in. It. <laughs> All right, so he sees this is important where he sees the peeping and you see now um, like a text, English text come in and it's like uh, seeking a canary male resident of Ferex for questioning citizens with any information. Contact the Priox Morlana Security HQ without delay. And you see the bo- uh, the boyfriend. I think his name is Tim with like two M's. That's what it said in the. I think you're right. In, in, in the subtitles. I think you're right. such a regular Tim. name, but this is Tim. But like because he's in space, Tim. he has two M's. Yeah, he's is the cock the the most basic nice guy boyfriend, but he's also jealous, you know. So that's why I guess his name is like she's Bix B I X. I in my notes I wrote her name as B I C K S, but in this it's B I X, and it, yeah, it is Tim. It's Tim yeah. with two M's. T I M. It's so dumb. Cousin of Tom that's... with two, two M's. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So Tim. Okay. It's it's now easier for us. It's the easiest name to remember. <laughs> Timmy boy. Uh, Timmy boy. Uh, Timmy. Uh, <laughs> he gets this look and now we get back to Andor and he and and first you see like uh, uh, BB his name is Emo that's what it says in the thing B2 Emo uh, B2 Emo he's too Emo uh, I don't know if that's like a, like, a, like a hashtag for no <laughs> maybe that's like Robert Pattinson's hashtag for Batman <laughs> I, I, I be too emo. <laughs> Still love that right though. Yeah. Uh, and you see him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What, maybe they should they should have called it like B2 stutter or something. That would have been funny. <laughs> it's just so on the nose. Like nobody else is, has like their personality and name. Maybe they just yeah, called him exactly. emo because he's so emo. And like it's like something mm-hmm. Endor did. And he's just like, mm-hmm. B, you're, you be too emo, bro. <laughs> And he keeps like B two shy would have been better because he's always like putting his eyes lower and stuff, or B or B two scared. B two awesome, bro. B two awesome. There you go. All right, we call him B two awesome. He's a Roomba with a heart, with a stutter. It's a Roomba who had sex with Wally, basically. That should be in Star Wars. That opens up a whole other question, like you said, about uh, people having sex. Do droids have sex with each other in some manner? Why not? I mean, after Solo, I have a lot of questions. I mean, I mean, if a robot is can be in love with a human, and and if you think about it, like it's literally like a, a plug going into a socket. It is a it's a thing in uh, Solo where uh, the I forgot her name, but like the um, Lando's droid is saying i know that he has a crush on me but it would never work and, yeah and then the earth no you see and now i'm confusing the two i think it's, yeah, I, it's you, that's... I think it's solo who asked one of the guys i think it's solo or his girlfriend who are like how would that even work and the droid is just like you don't want to know yeah. but it works or something like that it's really dumb it's so like why 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 open this can of worms yeah they wanted to make uh, Solo, uh, not Solo, Lando pansexual. <laughs> yeah, I guess. They asked, yeah. They, uh, they asked, I think, one of the writers, like, is Lando pansexual? But why and then it... they put it, 
they put it all over the internet. Then. Well, why does it have to be a droid? Also, after that's what pansexual is, or is that fine? Fine. Pansexual, I think you just sleep with everybody, everything, everything. Right. Right. So, so there. So that's why the droids are there. But uh, after watching Cyberpunk, there's a lot of uh, cybernetics and sex. Uh, now I, I like I don't want to picture it. <laughs> now that I know how it could work, I don't want to think about it anymore. I don't want to. In Blade know... Runner, they have like a hologram, holographic three way. So, yeah. In the new Blade Runner, they're twenty forty eight. I do not want to think about what C three PO does to R two D two when they're oh, no. on their long trips and they get no. lonely. Maybe that's why R two D two doesn't talk anymore. Yeah, he's in, like in, like in, in like the whole trilogy and CP three C three PO is like himself the whole time. So all those things that maybe. come out of R two D two, they're actually sex oh, toys. Yeah. They're like they're like uh, uh, like a uh, what are those called? Where it's like um, like whatever it's called. <laughs> he has a flashlight that they're still waiting to reveal. In the next trilogy, it's just like it's in another compartment. We just haven't R- seen R2 it yet. R two D two. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm telling you, someone had sex with that trash can. That's all we're saying. <laughs> See, but like that's why I don't want to think about it. It's like, yeah. Why would you make someone think about that stuff when you can just tell like a fun story in space? I don't that's the whole th- point, right? I don't want to think of somebody getting sexual with BB eight. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. And like on, on like, is there like an age limit on on droids? Like, yeah. Do you have to like? Do you have to like wait go, until they're? Do they go by height? <laughs> but you know that the gonk droid is definitely. I want to take that freak. personally. <laughs> <laughs> but there's that little imperial droid, the the gonk droid that has oh, those two yeah. the small little feet. He's also yeah. in the show, but uh, yeah, that guy fucks. That's not that even a question. Fucks. He's just like a, a walking uh, semen disposal machine. <laughs> We're recording, bro. <laughs> this is the tangent we should I should have reeled in, but it's just keep hilarious. Going. Let's keep going. <laughs> you're, you're gonna have to put some uh, freaking uh, uh, those like black bars around your face so that people can't even see what you're. We'll, like, we'll beep that one out. <laughs> yeah, beep and like a black bar. In front of your mouth, so that people can even make up what you're Tune saying. in for Star Wars After Dark, where we go into <laughs> exactly. sexual tangents about how how it would physically work when droids and aliens have sex with humans. <laughs> Catch us next time. And why does a robot have feelings for another man? Because it's a robot. Like, I didn't know robots could have those kind of feelings. I mean, I guess C-3PO is always scared, but then there's the question, is he programmed to be always scared? Is he sentient? Like, and and they kind of talk about that in this, in the first episode, where it's like, if you have to charge something to lie extra, I don't know if that was a sarcastic joke or, and like he, so I don't know, he's kind of shy all the time, like, or maybe that's like, just like him trying to like, it's like programmed, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and then Solo, they set up that they're basically slaves, but they're not thinking freely yeah like i said and, that and was after droids dark. and droids are built as well so we know how they're created like a kid yeah. can build a droid yeah hopefully we'll get hopefully we'll get a movie explaining it 
<laughs> that should be the whole movie versus explaining every single thing. That's it. Like, I mean, question by question. It's Catherine not even, Kennedy. It's, we got to get Catherine Kennedy on our podcast. <laughs> Ask her all these questions. So, can you just... <laughs> so if, and I, I won't go into it again, but <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll ask the, the Twitter world to make it happen. Bring Catherine Kennedy on this podcast so you can ask her the real questions, the things exactly. that need to be answered, the things that she <laughs> set up and hasn't given us answers yet. Exactly. At least tell us that she's going to. And George Lucas too. You know what? The, that's going to be the movie. The, it's not even going to be a movie. It's just going to be our podcast that they will show in the theater. And it's just us explaining what droids are with Catherine Kennedy. There you go. There you go. <laughs> well, yeah, where, right. where were we exactly? Uh, okay, so you see, uh, uh, we were right at the him, him, the boyfriend, uh, getting that look on his face, like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna alert the authorities about this guy." And then you see Andor like walking or something, his house most likely. And then you see a shot of B two emo. Just like saying something and you see like an older hand, like, hey, like, keep quiet. So you automatically know that, oh, these two, like, know each other. And then you see, uh, like, it's an old lady just, like, sitting in the dark next to B2 Emo and Andor, and it's Andor's house. She B2 and sort Emo, of... too. She, yeah, exactly. She B2 sad. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> And, uh, oh yeah, so, and uh, again, the first thing she asks him is, hey, what happened? And he's like, wait, what? And he's like, oh, my my face, uh, where it looks like someone, like, hit me in my cheekbone. Uh, and she's like, yeah. And he's like, oh, no, I just need to go wash up. So, like we mentioned in our uh, previous episode, where it's like, I'm so glad that that one injury is like, that's how regular people would get injured, where it stays there. It bruises up or something. And everyone will ask you if it's on your face. Like, hey, what's up? And it's not just like a throwaway. It actually has like impact on the story where the first thing he has to do is lie to to the people who are asking him what's up, you know? But I don't think that's how bruises work, that you just wash them off. No, <laughs> but he's just like acting like, I, I just need to put my makeup on. Basically. <laughs> I need to, I need to I, put I, my uh, concealer. Where I was just like, that, that doesn't even make sense anymore. <laughs> You're not even trying no, now. It's it's not a it's not a bruise. It's more of like a. I mean, there's like, like open I'm, cuts, right? Yeah, 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 and it's like red. Yeah. Well, point was like in in like regular yeah, uh, yeah injuries, like like people would notice it even like if even like not like right after, but even like a day later, you know. Yeah, I feel like it goes back into the whole thing with uh, there's just a such a routine to everything that everybody yeah. wouldn't notice anything sticking out. Exactly. Everybody knows each other, so they're like, hey, what happened? Like, everyone will ask you. Yeah. And then you have to lie to him. Yeah. So, and uh, he's just like, oh, I was helping Pegla, and I tripped on a cable. And uh, you, you you can tell that the old lady doesn't doesn't believe him. And she's like, oh, you're, you've been busy. Huh? She kind of like, uh, you know, like mild in uh, interrogating him. And uh, you're just sort of like, he's... Uh oh, okay, and not, and then she sort of like he's still lying about what what he did last night, and then she tells B to Emo, okay, read it, and then B to Emo reads out that whole like uh, thing about the Canary male uh, wanted by the by the authorities, and and she's super patient. Like, how does someone know the word Canary? Like, uh, or, or like you know what the hell? Like, 
Did you tell anyone? And says, uh, uh, all the papers that I gave have never said Canard. They said something else. They said what? Sorry, your, your audio cut off. I was saying, uh, I think she says right there, like uh, all the papers I've ever given them never mentioned Canary. They mentioned some yeah. other place, from which I inferred that like that must be his mother. Uh, she she said every every document I've ever submitted has always said you were born on fest. Yeah, that's that, that's I, the I I, impl- I got the implication that that's like his mother because why else would she turn in documents for for him? Adopted mother. Yeah, of course, but like yeah. You know, like it's his mother figure. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, even within the show, she's like officially his like adopted. But it's not like a it's not like a mother son relationship. Like you're saying, she's now his like like stepmother, like adopted mother. I or? think both. I think there's you can tell from the the way they talk to each other, it is a mother son relationship. We just don't it's know. It's definitely a mother son relationship. We, we just don't know yet where she came from or like how they met. But I think it's pretty right. pretty strongly implied that it, it's yeah, his yeah. current. It's like if you get adopted at six, and by the time you're thirty, that's your mother. You know, even if she's adopted, there's still it's a mother no, no, son no, 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 no. Like, 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 uh, like yeah. that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. like, uh, but we like, don't know the, uh, anything else. Yeah, yet, you know, at this point, it yeah. could still be his actual mother. We don't know. Oh, okay. okay. What I was what I was saying was more so that that we don't even know if if like it's the it's the it's a lady who adopted him. I'm I mean the fact that, maybe... that she says all the documents. Well, I guess she didn't say ours, but like still, it could be at the, like I said at this point they haven't really said more. You know, at this point yeah. of time when in this conversation, all right. the shows letting us know that like that is his mother figure, that is his guardian, that is putting. Yeah, why, that's why she gives documents to the government that for right. him and stuff. You know, right. So yeah, so they're like, I, I told everyone you were born on fest. So how do people know the word canary? And uh, and he's like, hey, maybe you told other people or something like that, you know. And she's like, everyone I told is not even right. Like, what the hell? That's also such a character moment because then right afterwards you find out that like, yeah, never officially, but I, I told friends and yeah, you know, like, other like people in and then in stories it's like. You know, like you, it makes okay, and he's still like obviously not telling the full truth. So he probably has been telling a lot of people about yeah. Kanari and I'm shit. Looking for, looking but for like Kanari. his first response is like, maybe you did. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that's true. <laughs> that he's a, that he's willing to like, and he keeps going. It's not like a like a one moment thing where he's like where he's like, uh, well she's like uh. Well, I told this guy, this guy, and this guy, and but they're family, you know. And he's like, "Well, if you're making this, we'll make this." And it's like, dude, you've told like we just saw you ask some random prostitute at a brothel, yeah, about about a girl from Canary in front of cops that you ended up murdering two minutes later. Very true. <laughs> like maybe it's you. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Especially maybe you just gonna... <laughs> on top of that, he probably knows that that's why they're looking for him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like he's he's probably smart enough to see like oh I'm wanted, and they know Canary. Like in his head, he probably already connected it. Where it's like fuck, it must have been last night. Because I think yeah. this is actually is this like the the next day, same day? I guess it's the next day because it's, of the it, hammer. It's guy. the next morning. It's so the it's next like, morning. It's like okay. two days after he's done it. Uh, pro- assumingly, right. because it's still like it's like the he killed the cops. Then he slept yeah. in that wreckage. Then B two came. Then he had that a whole day. And then, assumingly, no, he probably so, slept in the wreckage, and the day started with the hammer guy. 
So we on days. No, so so, so he, he he killed the cops, and then the next morning was uh, the deputy commissioner and uh, his commanding officer talking about it. No, yeah, but so like that he, was when we see him I, again, he gets woken up by B two in the wreck, like he's sleeping somewhere else. Oh right, right, right. right so so that's that, 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 that same. I think that's that same. I think that like the next morning yeah, after exactly. he killed so the cops. It's two days, assuming right. two days yeah, after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is like day two, like. Yeah. Like there's a night that he killed the cops, and then day one, and then now yeah. this is the morning of day two. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> and she's like, but then who told these pre-more bastards about Canary? And you can tell like she hates these guys. Pre-more uh, is what they are referred to as the 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 corporals. I like corporal better. Yeah, I, I like it. It's it's much easier. Also, again, they in cyberpunk there's corporals. <laughs> Oh, okay, <laughs> I think maybe that's why they, they. I feel like there's definitely a strong influence from Cyberpunk, or like uh, from uh, Blade Runner and stuff like that. Mm. Where they, like, I think they it's want Blade to, Runner. They want to, like, Cyberpunk is like a genre, you know. Cyberpunk right. twenty seventy seven is a specific property, but just the mm. Cyberpunk genre. I think they want to evoke certain things from there by right. like, doing these little things. Where it's like, yeah, that is that is very Cyberpunky. Mm. Okay, so now he says, I messed up. It's, uh, yeah. And because Vix called, uh, and, uh, so, so he's like, I messed up or something. And now, uh, you, you cut to Vix having a drink in a bar. And, um, uh, Andor sort of like goes and, uh, and they, he sits next to Vix and they're talking about like the whole Canary thing. And now he's explaining to her like two guys jumped me and it went too far and uh how far is too far and he's like i'll sell you the piece i just need enough to get out of here and she's like he's coming the buyer's coming and we're like oh who's the buyer and it's too late to call him off he'll be here in the morning so he's so he's trying to sell something to get out of here and uh she organized the buyer the with the buyer to come buy this which was the beeping that she was doing the morse code in that thing and uh he's like i need to get out of here quick so i'll just sell it to you if you want and she's like no you like like the buyers like now you can't call it off now you just have to wait till tomorrow morning and uh he's like all right cool like he has this look and uh he, he holds he holds her hand and he's like hey i won't forget about this you know like what you've done for me cut to and the moment he holds what was that cut to Tim. Timmy is standing right there by the bar having a shot and he's Love watching the whole tipsy. thing. Yeah. Timsey. Timsey. <laughs> Timmy that's, that's boy. Okay. Timmy the boy. second you see that shot, you're like, no, Timmy, no. Uh, no. Tim, don't, don't, don't do, do it, Timmy. No. Uh, he's going to finish his drink first, though. And But what he obviously missed was uh, Bix pushing like his hand, like, like, Please don't put your hand on my hand. Okay? I'm not interested in you like he that. He finished anymore. the drink and walked away. And he then... walked away, and then she did that. Yeah. And and we we're like, oh no, Tim, you missed the best part. You yeah. should, you would have seen that, like, like a girl faithful. Right. Don't be jealous, Tim. Yeah, your girl's faithful. She's just like stuck with this bad friendship. And, Come on, Timmy. Or like, like, her, like her ex-boyfriend. She's just a good friend, Timmy. That's it. That's it. Tim, you're going to. You're going to sleep with her, Tim. <laughs> don't, don't don't forget that. <laughs> don't miss this up, Tim. It's not going to end good for you. 
yeah, please. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so she she puts Andor's hand away, like, yo, come on, man. It's What's a good point to say, drink responsibly. Yeah. Yes, 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 exactly. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, you end up like Timmy. On that note. <laughs> just sort of he's like okay cool and he just leaves and then you see timmy like fully drinking out of his flask dude like going like fuck fuck this like i'm gonna like i'm gonna you know i'm gonna tell someone or the other and he's like pissed he's about to cry i think he looks distraught there's like uh you know the cold smoke coming out of his uh you can tell it's you can tell he's cold lonely and sad and dejected and you see it on his face where he like stops for a second, you know, and you see like he's crying and shit, like because he's like uh, you know simp, and uh, and he's just like drinking, and you can see like whiskey liquid out of his flask, and then he's like he's he thinks for one second, and he's like you know what fuck this I'm I'm gonna do it fuck fuck that guy, and fuck fuck that girl also you know. Isn't it like he, and, when he's in the wall, he looks over and he sees the payphones and like looking him in the face. Yeah. Well, he, he sees the payphone from, from a distance and, and he stops for one second to fully contemplate, like, do I really want to do this? Kind of a cool choice that they have payphones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they, so that's what I was going to mention, where now when he comes close, we're like, oh, he, it's a payphone. And <laughs> I love the alien on the other side that's just like, the f- what the hell are you doing? And he's just like, he's like, hiding yeah. and he's like <laughs> doing some shady shit on the phone. Which is just like, nice That's choice. how people on Payphones are <laughs> shady. <laughs> nice choice. Uh, again, yeah. great, great world building. He could have been just yes. like, like we're in space with spaceships and stuff. He could have just gone bloop with some kind of flip phone. Exactly. Be like, yo, send like a, a little like beeper text yeah. to someone's sidekick. But no, they're like payphones. Like it, it's a payphone. Like that's the thing that that's cool is that it's a payphone, but it's, it looks completely alien and futuristic, but it's still a janky payphone. Yeah. And what that tells you is that, like, it's a human mind that evolved. Like, you got new technology, but it's the human mind that kind of, like, this is what they know, you know? Where I'm talking about the characters within the world, where it's like, this is what they know, and this is what they built out of the technology that was available to them. Again, so, so it's also, yeah. like, a great contrast between the high-tech that the corpus have versus, yeah. like, exactly. this somewhat low-tech, like, yeah. more poorer look of... Uh, the the city and and i paused it while we were talking and i was like i paused it at at his face and this the side like with the payphone there is like the sort of the the divider you know the the plexiglass and the cool thing again that i noticed i don't know if maybe it's a choice or not but it's got like smush and like like fingerprints on it as a regular payphone in public would because people like lean against it and it's not like clean. Yeah. Like, like the whole city, actual, every, everything yeah. is so like, it looks really lived in. That's great. Exactly. Amazing. It's like some, some of it is like faded in the background, like in, in the back, like it's scratched up and mm-hmm. like small little fingerprints. There's everywhere. many times where like the, the set is very like, wow, like you, you notice it, you know, it's not yeah. like they're just in an area. You're like, no, but this is what the fuck is. Everything is kind of yeah. really cool. You kind of want to look everywhere. It's really cool. Right. And and the moment you said that, then literally the next shot is like you see him by the payphone, 
and then the next shot is the corporal's control room and it's like this slick there's like lights everywhere and like all this cool technology and it cuts to like a small monitor which is like clean as hell and it's like everything is like so much more expensive looking where even we we can tell like oh this is probably way more exp-. like that's like a nasa one and that's like a fucking payphone in like an alleyway you know it's so, a yes. nice show showing the old school like the the man in power and how the yeah. republic uh is just like yeah taking probably all the resources in the galaxy while trying to yeah. control everybody else you know exactly okay so uh they're like looking it's the same people who are um, the same three employees who were eating the ramen and stuff and they're like looking hey i don't see anything what can are they they're gonna get the girl... signal right from the boyfriend uh yeah not yeah but uh first she reads insurrection destruction of imperial property um assault on imperial soldier check the database see if it says anything about canary like we're about to get an image yeah so it's like we we sort of understand uh what sort of happened on canary isn't this the moment where she's kind of questioning like canary what what like she's also kind of like confused about like what is a canary yeah you know i think they're so, trying, so, to, so, so they're trying like, to not a lot of people even know what this is there's yeah. many people left from there it's not someone you meet right. very often that's why yeah. it was such a big red flag when they, someone said canary yes. they're like okay it must right. be easy to find because there's not many of them. Exactly. And suddenly now they get an image and it's young Cassian Endor. And he's like nicely shaved. And it's that hollow, it's that hologram that you see in like all the other Star Wars movies. And uh, you see uh, uh, Mr. Bad Guy looking like at, like at the hologram, like, oh man, I'm going to fuck you. I can't wait to catch you, like that kind of a thing. And then you see the Lady of the Night from the brothel earlier walk in in the corner. And it's like, oh, now we get where they got the name, where they got the word Canary. They got it from the Lady of the Night, ended up telling someone. Yeah. And now we cut back to uh, uh, Tim is just sitting in his uh, house he's just he's still kind of drinking he's looking at something and he gets a knock on his door and uh this is my uh my, my most paused and rebound moment <laughs> rewinding <is> happened. <laughs> so, so he's just sitting there in his house by himself and he gets a knock and it's bix and she's like hey uh uh you know uh, i saw your light was on uh can i come in and she comes in and, he, and, and he's like oh i don't know like and she's like, what's wrong? And he's like, I don't know. I'm just surprised. And she turns around and she takes her jacket off like this. And her pecs are just like mine, you know? <laughs> pecs, okay? I'm not being sexist here. <laughs> Nor am I being rapey. And and, and and the only reason I mentioned this is because they make it very obvious that she's trying to, like, sort of distract him and and so that he doesn't ask him too many questions with, like, hey, let's just, get, let, let's just like, do something else, you know? So uh, like it's uh, uh, like that's that's why I made a comment of that where where it's not like I'm noticing that where it's like there she clearly does that as a way to distract not just us the audience but him Tim so that Tim doesn't ask her too many questions and uh, he's like hey do you want a drink or something and she's like no I've had enough 
and can guess this look like we the audience know what look is that because he's like yeah i know you got enough drinks i saw you it's probably yeah, also questioning if he has whiskey dick or not at this point oh uh, i'm pretty sure he does which is why he's probably like trying to stall because if yeah. some your girl comes to you and just takes her jacket off and is like hey you want to do something like you know and you're like hey you want to drink or something and it's like i she looks pretty drunk right now <laughs> i would just i would just go for it but otherwise he would you would start making excuses i bet that's fine <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that yeah <laughs> yeah just don't drink whiskey that much <laughs> It's drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. Yeah. And uh, so she's now she's now sort of just standing this, and she's like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "I am now." And they they start kissing each other. They start making out, and uh, they're not. It's not very graphic. It's just like sort of them in the corner, like silhouetted, and then like a close up. And she's like, she sort of stops kissing him and and goes into his bedroom, and sort of sits on the bed implying that hey and then you see a look on his face like he's got that look like oh shit maybe i shouldn't have called the people in the room like you know like this is this is why i shouldn't have done this because now i probably this i would probably won't be able to do this again after tonight (laughs) 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 he has that i i can tell a lot by a man's look i'm telling you and 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 i'm giving the show a lot of credit that and the actors a lot of credit that that's probably what they mean you know and i hope that they mean that but in my head, Canon is just like, I shouldn't have had that last drink. I should have stopped uh, yeah. half an hour ago. <laughs> I didn't know she was coming. <laughs> I didn't know she, I, this is why you text. Yeah. <laughs> let, him, let me know. T- you, let me she's know. like, you know, I was at the bar. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll be a little longer or something. Like, you know, I would have not had, I would have had some coffee or something. Yeah, exactly. I, uh, I, would, I would have started fluffing before you came. <laughs> But yeah, that's my head cannon there. Oh my god, I'm like trying. I'm trying to like decipher his face, uh, his face and body language as to how how it appears at the show and what, what you said is definitely what and, it is. And, 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 and you're like, yo, man, <laughs> you're looking at it from the human perspective. Uh, like uh, sometimes I just like to make my own head cannon to make the story funny, yeah, better. No, no, like it's 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 great that we have different perspectives because <laughs> no, I'm, but, I'm but, sure there are people who are doing both. Yeah, for sure. Maybe someone thought the other. One. I'm not saying I, I saw that too. What you're saying, like that's definitely what they meant. Don't lie, bro. You just thought of the whiskey dick. That's all you were thinking of. That was like my <laughs> the parallel thought that was going on as this one always happening, and I'm taking in the story and what the to- story is telling me. Okay, There's uh, the other story in my head where it's like, yeah, but you know, if you take it a little bit step, uh, one step further into reality, you know, we want to have it grounded <laughs> exactly. and stuff. Let's ground it just this much more, you know. For 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 all we know, maybe you're right. Exactly. Maybe the writers yeah. actually were like, that's what we actually meant, I but mean, it, it, it works is, both yeah. ways so that like we can do I it mean, in a Disney show, you know? Exactly. We implied whiskey dick without saying, yeah. You know, if you know, you know. If you don't know, if it, you don't. If you know, you know. Yeah. And if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> or that. And- your, your homie <laughs> next, to, <laughs> next to you will tell you. Exactly. Like, oh, I know that look. <laughs> I know. Like, Timmy, there's that Timmy look. Yeah. We're going to call it the Tim look. Yeah, you you pull the tin. You pull the tin, bro. Rocks. When when you when you have when you have that one extra whiskey at the end, you're like, you're, pull the tin. You're about to pull the tin, bro. And I'll be careful. 
You should have spelled it with one M. Exactly. You went, you went too far with that second one. <laughs> yeah. Overkill. It was not needed. We got it, it was not the first needed. M. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't spell it with a T-Y-M-M, you know? <laughs> double T, I, double, double M, double with T, a silent H. T-double T. <laughs> we need to know, like, I hope his family will show up in the fourth episode. When you find yeah. out. Joshua with two two S, with two, or or two A's at the end. <laughs> Joshua, <laughs> John, but the H isn't where you think it is. Oh, <laughs> oh you're doing a crossover. <laughs> <laughs> you're a crossover. Look at you. <laughs> we're already in the territory now. We're we're merging different universes together. It's the podcast universe connected universe. Exactly. You know? We're expanding it. We're expanding the pod universe. <laughs> All right. Uh, so so he has that look, and then now it comes to the corporal control room, and uh, Mister Bad Guy sees some sees some uh, heavy guy, heavy and more shorter guy, you know. And he sort of goes to him, and and the moment he comes, and uh, you you see the the shorter, heavier guy go like, "Sir Sergeant Linus, at, at your service," and you're like, "Whoa, okay." What's going on? And he has a very, very... He's like, he's from the, the army or something. Like, he yeah, seems... Yeah. Like, there, there's such a stark difference for the second he gets Between on the street. two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> and, and also, when he's walking, Sergeant Linus, uh, he's walking like this, you know? He's yeah. got this walk and the other guys... He has that uh, interesting shape where, like, he's a little bit bigger, but he still looks ripped. Yeah, he's he's. That's why I said uh, uh, short, shorter, but but and he's heavier, and he's not. It, but the way he uh, carries himself, you feel like he's got that like, like that heavy muscular body. You know what I mean? Like he's like, even though with the uniform he looks he looks fat, but the way he carries himself and he's like Sergeant Linus, and the way he's walking, he's got this mean look, and you're like, uh, oh, like maybe under that he's got like that, like now he doesn't like. He's not in his early 20s, 30s. Now he's like a little more like he's sergeant. It's he's the, put on weight, but he's still got like that muscle. It's that or the space spandex are putting in overtime. <laughs> or that. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what's happening. <laughs> and he's got, it's a, it's, a, it's a weird, like, I mean, I, it's kind of interesting, but but it's a weird choice for, for that kind of a role, you know, for the actor. Because yeah. even his voice is like, he's got a British accent or like a very like thick British accent, but his voice is like very like, uh, it's not like, like bassy, you know, it's the opposite of bassy. I don't know what that is. I think it's a nice differentiation from like the actual army and soldiers and other things that yeah. the Republic have. This is like, he's not really a soldier, he's security really. You know, yeah. he's corporate security, right, but right, yeah. because they're so like, like they have the order so in control, they're so strict with the the thing. It comes across almost like an army man, but right, yeah, I think these guys are actually just security because especially when you see them fighting, you mm. notice that they're not on that level. But but he calls himself Sergeant Linus, so maybe oh. security off the. I think like they haven't still properly explained everything about the corporation, mm, right? And what it is, and we don't even know how how this guy because he's because he's like way younger. So how, how is how is he in this position of power? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, how much so power does he have? 
Yeah, that that's another good part where he's told something and he just he completely defies his uh, commanding officer and, and and goes off and, and uh, get, does the opposite of what and got so many people involved in the okay, well, in, in the we'll, whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> like we we we'll get we we'll get to that. I mean, he's going through so many people with different like. Right. Are you looking oh, for yeah. him there? He has the whole entire search going on, and with, he's put, he, and he's put out a uh, wanted. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, it's not like he's yeah. just trying to do it undercover. He's doing very right. loud about it. Yeah, that's the weird part that we I think discussed sort of in in episode one, where it's like, it's it like you would expect when uh, he got uh, like strict orders where like don't pursue this. By his commanding officer, and then he goes and pursues it. And whenever we see, we've seen that happen a billion times, and all these kind of things. But whenever that happens, it's always like on the hush hush, you know. Yeah. He's just in his control room, just telling all his employees just to look for everything. That was my like, whole point. Right that like they they're whispering everything, but it, right. they're doing it in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah, and 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 everybody that he's they're doing it in front of has the same orders for the same project. Yeah. So like it's not like it's the same three employees that have been looking for a canary mail, that are right there that they move away from. Yeah. So like the next scene where where he goes out, Sergeant Linus at your duty, like a uh, bad guy calls Sergeant Linus to like move with him, and then they go into a corner of that same big lobby control room. So it's like why did you go there and hide when you're talking about it openly and you're like shouting. Like telling the employees to like get on, like you know that was that's what he was doing in episode yeah. one. So I, like, I, oh, I would assume that like if it's if it matters, it'll, it'll probably pop up in episode four. Now that the aftermath, that's maybe why that mm. the episode three ends the way it does. Right, 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 right. Yeah, right. All right. So he calls him in the corner, and he's like, uh, uh, "You know, come, we need to like move fast on this, this, that, this, that," and. Uh, and Sergeant Line is like, you know, I really like your leadership. And like, you know, he, you can see that he sort of respects bad guy. And uh, and the funny thing is, uh, he asks him, he's like, you've got a team? And he's like, I think 12 people. And then the one very important question is, Sergeant Linus, like bad guy is looking like to the side. Sergeant Linus is in front of him like this. And Sergeant Linus asks him, are you going to suit up with us, sir? And And the guy like... That guy looks at Linus and he goes, I think I should, don't you? So you can see that he's like unsure, like this how is, to carry himself. This is the first time where you actually start seeing it, where you're like, Yes. Oh, like it's so, it takes you so back at first, where you're like, Oh, yeah. Like, what the, what? Okay. That was kind of, that's kind of awkward. Yeah. Where, where you can see that, that he really wants to be a hard ass, but he doesn't know how to be one. And uh, he's like taking, like he's trying to act like a dick manager when he can. But when he sees an actual army guy, he's like taking notes from him. And the army guys, because he's an army guy, he is, he is always respectful of his authority. So he's not like, uh, yeah. And so he's like, uh, I, I, I think I should, don't you? And uh, Linus is like, uh, definitely, sir. Show of force, boost morale. So it's like he's giving him notes on how to be a hard ass. And, and a hard dude and he's like nothing like seeing an officer on the line and you can see the look on uh on that guy's face and he's like he's got this smug look and he's like yeah hell yeah that's what i am you know i'm an officer on the line and people better respect me and he's got like this cool like i can't even do it he's got like this look like 
and he's got the smile. You know, I can't, I can't even pull it off. He's he's he's, he's so much better at it than me. And uh, bad guy smile. Yeah, bad guys. Yeah. Oh, so maybe his name is uh, Linus and uh, Linus Tech Tips. <laughs> he looks a little bit like it too. So it's called Linus Tech Tips. Linus Tech Tips. No, but uh, now it says Sergeant Mosk. Linus Mosk, maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe Linus Mosk. Yeah. So if I may, sir, uh, hats off to you and Chief Inspector, two men dead, line of duty colleagues. If it is Linus, it's, it's and he goes, it's outrageous. Oh yeah, sorry. But if it is Linus, that's another very basic ass name. Yeah, with the Tim and Linus, Linus Mosk. <laughs> the British guys have like the most basic names. Yeah. Everyone's like yeah. big and or BB2 Emo. Cassian. Vetched. Yeah. I am Linus. Yeah. I <laughs> I am Tim. My friend Tim. <laughs> We're two M's and the second M is not where you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> Before the first step, actually. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and he's like, uh, and he goes, uh, mosque, the, uh, he goes, it's outrageous. And you see that guy, like, exactly. Like, this is what I've been looking for. Like, someone to have that same reaction that, like, two men in the line of duty are dead. And what the fuck? Like, you know, like, how is everyone just taking it so lightly, you know? And the thought of anything less is, Unconsciousnable, something like that. Unconscionable. <laughs> Unconscionable. <laughs> I can say it properly. Uh, and yeah, so you see them like fully like agreeing with each that. other. <laughs> A de- dereliction of duty, sir. Unconscionable. <laughs> Imagine if you pronounce it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> she gets, she's like, ah, you know, you know what I mean, Imagine- sir. Yeah, exactly. Imagine Linus did that, uh, bad guy, and 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 like Moss corrects him. He's like, "Sir, it's actually unconscionable." Oh, Moss <laughs> is okay. The, the sergeant is is Moss, but the bad yeah, guy. So I, I'm, a, is I'm bad not guy sure. Uh, that's what I'm not sure actually, because in the beginning, I could I could go back and check, but I'm sure we'll be, we'll get well, to for it next later. episode. We'll just look it up. Yeah. Right. 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 We should stop trying to get our names. <laughs> I like our names, but we I know, should, we, they should be based on something. <laughs> right. Uh, I, this one just got me confused because he said Sergeant Linus uh, reporting, and then now it says Sergeant Mosk. So maybe it's Linus Mosk. Maybe he was saying Sergeant Linus to uh, like, hello, Sergeant Linus. Maybe he said that. And I, and I, maybe, probably. But yeah, so you see them both like fully like. Uh, like fully agreeing with each other with the same emotions of like, yeah, we have to. He's like, I don't like the the wait and see uh, kind of thing and blah, blah, blah and all this stuff. Pockets of fomenting corporal tactical forces are the empire's first line of defense. And and he's like, and the best way to keep the blade sharp is to use it. Mosk is saying all this. And, and you just see that look on, my God, if, if I could show you this look, like you will fully understand what it is. Can I can I share my screen for a second? Um. Okay. Okay. Go live, right? I'm so scared of doing this. <laughs> can you see it? Yeah. Wait. Can you see that look? No, it's a black screen. Okay. What about now? No, it's still a black screen. Yeah. Oh, something showed for a second. Yeah. But now it's black again. No, it's, it's not liking it. 
All right, all right, we're fine. I'll just turn it off. Stop streaming. <laughs> Probably a hot star doesn't like it. Yeah, exactly. We'll work on it. I'll work on having media in here and stuff like that. Yeah, we'll, we'll put some images and some shit in the background. And, yeah, I can uh, do it we'll, here we'll, so we'll... that the viewers can see it. Oh, yeah, yeah Maybe exactly. you won't be able to see it, but at least the viewers can. Okay, yeah, yeah. perfect. All right, so, yeah, so he, and, 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 you know, he just has his, like, okay, so also we get to know what they actually are. They're the, they're the first line of the defense of, of for the Imperials. Corporate tactical forces are the Empire's first line of defense. And that's what they are. So you 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 kind of you you get the idea of uh, who they are and like you know what what kind of power they have and what their job and their duty and stuff is that. So Sergeant Moss is like, thank you, sir, and he's like, I'll pass along your kind words to the Chief Inspector. So you can sort of see that uh, he sort of but like Moss is sort of buttering him up so that he also maybe can move up the ranking. I think like that's the feeling I got from that sort of from that scene. And now we uh, we we see a small scene of uh, Andor's mom and and BYOB. Uh, <laughs> 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 and and they're just sort of sitting there and uh, not really saying anything. BYOB looks at her. And she's just sort of clutching uh, at her hands. You know, like you can see that she's nervous. And now you see Andor like looking through a junk ship. And uh, th- th- this scene stuck out to me because he like does this and like a compartment, like like a luggage compartment like you have in regular planes opens up. And, and I was like, and that sort of stuck out to me. I'm like, oh, you guys still use that? <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a pretty good way to store luggage on the plane, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know a better way. So <laughs> yeah, you, what, what else do you do? It's still like, yeah. If you need hand luggage, like what you're sitting, if you need hand luggage where you're sitting, like, I don't know. How else they would uh, improve upon that in the future? So, yeah, so that's kind of. So I like the little uh, detail. In and the future, in, the and... pocket dimensions. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, so he opens that thing, and there's like a thing in there which is like sort of uh, wrapped up in like a cloth, and he's opening it and he's looking at it. He sort of sees it, and it's like, and there's suspenseful music playing. Uh, subtitles really want us to know that, and uh, and you see that he's looking at like this device thing. From now. what I understood, he, it's the device he got from the wreckage, and he probably kept it there to hide it. Yes, 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 exactly. That's that's what it is. So this is probably the thing that this is it. This is the thing that he's uh, looking to sell so he can get enough money so he can flee. And uh, this is where he was storing it in like some random junk ship in like the compartment of a junk ship because no one would go there. And now it's at night, so he's taking that out, he's wrapping it up, and he puts it in his little uh, little bag, you know? I don't know what those are called. Satchels. Satchels, there we go. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and he's just sitting there sort of contemplating his life, I guess. And then it cuts to uh, the flashback, and, and you see everyone like all these kids are like in in position for something right and you see the the leader which is a girl with the thing with the paint like that she's like she tells them like okay you do this you do that and then she goes first to by herself uh towards the wreckage of the of the spaceship 
and uh, and and yes, yeah, it's, it's all it's a very similar scene to Lost, just like a different like island, you know, and uh, and you see Castian's point of view looking at the leader, the girl. I I I, I kind of said that I think not just like in a lead in like a way, but I in like a leader way, but I think he like has a crush on her as well. And uh, you see her like, uh, and uh, like looking like what's going on. She's got her spear ready, and you see Cassian always like like just like daydreaming about her. You can just tell, you know, like every kid around around that area is like getting into position. They've got like a look like they're ready for something. And Cassian's just like by the tree. He's like he sort of notices. Oh, everyone's moving. I should move along with them, which is why I thought that I think he's like very infatuated with with this with this girl and he's just like sort of looking at her which makes the next one so much worse because i had quite a problem with it <laughs> like oh okay it makes them even like, wait so yeah, so, 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 so so wait the next moment doesn't happen because then we cut back to actual time uh like you said like that whole like cutting back to flashback like it should serve a thing where it's almost like they have this flashback of his origin story and they're like, we don't know how to use it, so we just we just literally like like splice it into two three minutes mm-hmm. and just like <laughs> sprinkle it throughout the episode, even if it doesn't really uh, make sense with with the plot that's happening. I mean, it kind of does. Like you kind of understand his character a little more, but it's not like like a scene by scene uh, comparison. Out of all the episodes, this was the one that felt the most like okay, yeah. this is just like things kind of happening. Yeah, it's it's literally just showing uh, like who he was in on Canaria, and we're assuming like right before he, because we see that moment of him leaving his sister, so we kind of know like okay, either either his something's gonna happen, you know. I think a big, and it makes a, yeah. a big thing is the whole um, them looking for Endor is something that we've seen recently in other Star Wars properties and in general is not a plot that like would grab an audience immediately so we still right. and i think as an audience we're smart enough to know that like it has to be more than this so this is like the episode where you really start to like wonder like okay where are we going with this because it's right. obviously not that that is can't that is obviously not the show it right you you would assume it isn't you know because it's just yeah too simple and too on the nose and too much already done yeah, I agree. So, uh, yeah, and we get to uh, get to a shot of a spaceship, and uh, you see someone uh, in the spaceship, and we, we just see the back of their head, and like a droid with them saying something, and they're talking to each other, and you don't know who uh, who or what what's going on, and then the spaceship lands, and who is it? Mr. Starscott, isn't it? Mr. Starscott, yes. And there's a shot of him. It's Dr. Down. Solvik. It's <laughs> exactly from Thor. That's what's happening here. He's finally figured yeah. out space travel. He's and made it. <laughs> he's he traveled through space and time. <laughs> and now he's like this rich scientist who just he, goes around buying He's about things. to strip it's, naked yeah. and run around. Exactly. Ah, I'm here. <laughs> like in the dark world. But now he's all serious, and uh, this comes to my biggest uh, assumption failure, I guess we can call it, where when I watched the episode, I thought it was uh, 
old Boba Fett. <laughs> I, mean, like, I mean, I can see like how they look kind of similar, and their accent is. I mean, I knew it's Stellan Skarsgård, but I I haven't seen Boba Fett. No. I've just seen him in Man in season two of Mandalorian. So it was like uh, an image in my mind of who he was at that point, really? and they kind of look very similar, okay. and they sound similar too. So yeah. I I actually noted down. I was like, wait, why is Boba Fett in this? Boba Fett is actually <laughs> the same character from uh, episode two, and he is the same actor in Mandalorian and Boba Fett, and he's yeah, made some I, I, other yeah. cameos now too because he's the clone soldier. So any right. clone is that guy, right? So yeah, different guys. Yeah. But I can see it <laughs> if you're like not that much into the lore and everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like like my uh, memory of uh, all these characters is a little more uh, uh, vague at, at this at this point. So so I I, I <laughs> and I'm glad that we cleared that up before because a lot of my questions I I noted it down where I'm like wait why does it need to be Boba Fett I guess they're because then I was like oh yeah the new Boba Fett series there so maybe they're connecting it just, I was like why would they do that and I'm like I just hope they have an actual reason for Boba Fett to be in there rather than uh like uh him just being boba fett and now he's in this we just deleted three pages of your notes yes 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 and those and those notes are gonna i wrote like oh like uh, about that i wrote notes in episode three as well where i'm like oh i guess this is why he's supposed to be boba fett. <laughs> so the fact that i thought he was boba fett made more sense for the scene that was happening which we'll get into episode two uh but yeah so so far we still don't see his face we just see him sort of walking with a cane and uh, you can tell that he's not like a, like a peasant of uh, of that kind of town where every Andor and all these people are, because he's got the clothes and his and spaceship looks like cooler and neater, and he, and his cane looks like way more like it's not just a stick. Yeah, it's something like, you know, about that cane where we'll see later. It's not yeah, just a I think. Cane. Yeah, exactly. I think it might be a a weapon or something. Because uh, he's got like a handle and like a long thing, and now you see him at Stellan Skarsgård, and he's got like a turtleneck, a full like uh, like a Star Wars Matrix coat on, which is not black; it's beige. And uh, yeah, and he sort of looks through his uh, binoculars and sees like, okay, I'm I'm out of that. I'm uh, going into the town of uh, Morlano. And you and, probably assume that's the bar. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Because, uh, yeah, there you go. And now you were right that uh, your boy Hammerbra comes back. And it's uh, evening time. That they show him again. Yes. Didn't have to at all. But yeah. they loved it as much as I did, I think. Yeah. And it's totally worth it. You know, increase the runtime just to show him one more time. <laughs> it's literally there for like five seconds. But it's like so cool to just see him pick up his thing. Do his thing because you know the rest going. already. You've seen it, and that it like during the rest of the scene, you hear it in the background still. Yes, yes, I love that. Yeah, and you were right. Like this was the first time in this episode that we've seen him. Like I mean, first and second, but we didn't see him in episode one. Yeah. Uh, okay, so and then we get to we hear the the clanking in 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 the in the background. And you see Bix like uh, waking up like in a bed, you know, and and the reason uh, when we hear the clanking and uh, Bix waking up, that's why I I you called him Hammerbra, I called him DJ Alarm Clock. <laughs> <laughs> and now 
for uh, for a very uh, very much policy. And so she's waking up, Bix is waking up, and you just see Tim like just staring at her, right? He's, you see her on the bed, and you see Tim just just sitting on a chair, looking her at like this, literally in this pose, and he's just like looking at her, and he's doing this, you know. It's like, dude, were you just like sitting there staring at her for for this whole time? And uh, she sees him. She's like, hey, what's going on? And he's like, hey, what's up? Nothing. Like I'm just chilling. You know, I'm just like I couldn't sleep, so I just thought I'll I'll sit here and just look at you. You know, like that's the that's the face he's making. That's why I did that. <laughs> and uh, and she's like, hey, you got some calf, which I got confused because I was like, because they call Castian Cass. So I was like, is, is caffeine calf or is that her way of saying caffeine? Or does she want to see his leg? Oh, right. <laughs> you got some calf? Yeah, no, girl. I didn't do mine. It's I, leg I, day. I, 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 it's not leg day yet, girl. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, you, <laughs> you're trying to bully me? You're trying to body shame me, girl? Uh, you, you know calves are the hardest things to for the muscles to grow. What the hell? As, as a bodybuilding enthusiast, I, I know this. I, I know how it's like the... the hardest thing just for the muscle to actually show oh, what did you say <laughs> just start skateboarding oh is that it yeah no, but maybe I'll, I'll try that easy but but normally people just do those calf raises you know? yeah on their toes yeah. skateboarding is more fun yeah i'll try that <laughs> i fell off i fell off skateboarding a lot of times so i don't prefer that <laughs> wear helmets yeah okay yeah, that's good <laughs> <laughs> or knee pads both yeah. And she, oh no, she says, Tell me you have calf. And he goes, Oh, I was about to pull it off, you know, because he's British. And, uh, and he goes, uh, and, she, and she's like, Hey, can you, can you open up for me this morning? So you can tell that she, it's her job to go open up the, the place. Isn't this where we, we also see some blue milk? Uh, I'm not sure. Somewhere in this episode, was, there was blue milk. Anyways, it doesn't matter. I, I, it's just a callback. Focused. It's always blue milk is what uh, Luke drinks. And yeah, I know. I, no, I know what you mean, but I, 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 I just, I was gonna say like I didn't notice that because I was focused on something else. Because uh, where she goes, uh, she's like, "Hey, can you open up for me?" So he's in the kitchen. So that's why I didn't comes... see it. I was, you see, I, I was looking at the at the milk, like the yeah. filmmakers wanted me to. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Filmmakers wanted me to see something else too, which is why I, I I checked it a couple of times. Where I'm like, did they really do that? Because did cause, they really uh, put blue milk in this kitchen? <laughs> did they? Because that's gross. <laughs> that's disgusting. How dare you put blue milk in calf? That's gross. That's a blue milk latte, right? Yeah, there. Right. You should put <laughs> green milk in there if anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Uh, it cuts back and forth to her on the bed and him in the kitchen making calf. And you see her putting her pants on. And it, it really, because, like, okay, so. <laughs> Take us through it. There's this, there's a scene of her, right? Okay. And, I, and I'll try and put my legs. Maybe you can see. Whoa, watch it. This, this is important. And the reason I'm, I'm, I'm doing this is, like, like you said, the filmmakers wanted you to notice blue film. I'm wondering why would they do this where she okay, so you see this leg first, right? You like it's like her leg is like this, right? And it's just like bare a bare leg. And and she goes to put her pants on and she does this and you see her entire hip over here. Okay, and and 
first of all, they show a full naked leg and you're like, oh my God, is she, is she like not wearing anything? Like, it's like, she's not even wearing like underwear, you know? And then you're like, she goes on to put the other leg on and she does this. And right when she goes like this, after this, they cut the scene. And they go and they cut the scene to, to the guy, to Tim in the kitchen. Now, my question is this. They could have cut the scene right here when you see her putting her pants on. Why would they linger on for that one? Like, it was such a tiny extra second where even if I tried rewinding it, I couldn't get it to pause. I, you just have to see it in con continuity. So my question was like, when she goes, or even like this, right? This much. But she goes like that and you, you don't see much. But it's like, it's, it's, she's completely naked and there's, she's not even wearing underwear. And I'm like, what kind of Star Wars is this where they're going to show something like that? And is that even, like, is that even, isn't that nudity at this point? I don't have an issue with it. But that was the question that came to my mind where, why would they do that for that one half a second extra? Where if they be, would have cut it earlier. There could be two explanations. I don't know if mm -hmm. either of them are correct, but uh, one could be that they want to be an adult show and that's one of those, like, it is, like, it's still adult. In this episode, this is, like, to still let you know how in the first episode, them starting with the brothel was kind of, like, the mood setter of, like, this is the kind of tone of the show. We're going to, there's going to be themes of sex somewhere in the and show. And there was no, like, the, even in the brothel, sorry to, like, interrupt for a second, but even in the brothel, there was literally no sign of, like, yeah. any kind of nudity like that. Or, like, right. girls, like, dress like, like, it could have been cyberpunk, but, like, you know, like, lingerie, but, like, very, like, cyberpunky. She was, like, the lady of the night was, like, in a full, like, dress, which had, like, sleeves and stuff. So, so I'm, like, for your main character. So, so I have an extra point for my first right. point where, like, maybe they just assumed by this point, like, this has show to episode two, you have to be, like, an hour in of watching mm -hmm. this show. They're like, man, now, even if the kids are watching, they're asleep. No way they stayed awake during this show. Exactly. My tiny little theory was that maybe they were just literally testing the waters of how how much like the writers or, the, or whoever is in charge, Tony Gilroy, I guess, was were like testing the waters of how much can we put in with that before the sensor boards are like, okay, you can't do more. How much adult can we make it before they're like, okay, this crosses the line of PG-13 into R. And then, well, my second option would be that as an editor, I know that like if you're saying it's really that hard to even like stop on it, that it's literally like a frame. It's something that... You could have like, stopped on it. I've edited stuff in my life and at a very small level, but you <laughs> I know you could have but stressed that out in the timeline the, and then taken that one frame out. No, but there's still, where, it's very it easy. It's Even while watching it, it's very easy to miss it. Because your editing's a big... It's not like you're just doing this two, three clips. You're mm -hmm. editing in a whole show with right. audio and visuals. Right. And there's so many processes where it is... That's how mistakes happen in giant movies where hundreds, mm. maybe thousands of people get to see this movie before it's released and there's still a mistake in it. Why? Because right. the uh, you need a certain person to have mm. an eye for that and like 
look like you know it, it depends on where you are while you're watching it what do you and even if for? they have an eye for it they, they they can miss out on things like that, yeah like maybe like, right, they, there's when you watch something you do a pass like you're focusing on the audio you're focusing right. on pacing you're focusing on color on performance on the blue milk or, or in like for like fans it's blue milk but i'm saying even during the making of the show Right, you know, right. while they're doing that, and there's probably these type of shows. Apparently, they finish them very closely to release. So, oh really? I mean, that's how things like in She-Hulk happen, where like two weeks before mm-hmm. they completely change everything in terms of like the order of things. And I've heard that with a lot of Disney shows, where like they literally finish just just in time for the show. That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, so so then it makes a lot more sense. So I'm just saying again, I don't know for sure, but I'm just saying the, the all, just, all three just, things that we said, started. they right. they could be reasons why that's there. Right? Yeah, yeah. They're all valid theories. Yeah. But but let's just say that uh, this was a mistake for the audience of things. <laughs> Good way to put it. <laughs> right? Yeah. I I I think I think that would be a nice way to nice way to move on from it, even though it's hard for me to do so. <laughs> <laughs> but. I'm joking. I'm joking, viewers. I'm not that. I'm not that. I'm not that kind of um, excited about things. Uh, but yeah, no, he's so, just making sure that <laughs> for the on. kids. Anyway. Yeah, yeah exactly. On. I just want to make sure that it's not. That was my initial thought. That where it's like, even with the first scene where he like murders the cops, where I'm like, oh my god, like, and that that brought up my question about like, what is Star Wars? But we don't want to rehash all that. But that was like, yeah, that was one of the things that I actually was. Uh, questioning where even with a scene like this where it's like dude like that might be a little too raunchy like i know it's pg-13 and for teenagers it's okay but like uh, uh yeah i'm totally cool with it man give me more adult star wars i'm down I, I'm, I'm very happy with that. i was i was i was I uh annoyed that they cut it off that, <laughs> that early i know i was i was like yo just go on a couple of extra seconds more or like you know have her be in like sexy underwear or something like that like, why not do that but yeah, maybe they can't afford it. Maybe that's what they're trying to tell us. Like they're peasants. <laughs> they can't un- right? afford underwear. <laughs> yeah, maybe they just don't have underwear. Maybe just wear pants. But she's wearing a bra. I could tell very, very easily. Creepy, creepy territory. <laughs> we'll bleep all of it out. <laughs> we'll just be a long bleep for like three minutes. <laughs> Whenever I speak, you just bleep it out. It's <laughs> just awkward cuts. <laughs> Exactly. No, not even cuts, just bleeps. Like, you'll see me speaking, but it's just be like, beep. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Okay. So she gets her calf and she, she goes, okay, I just got to go. Uh, and he's like, where are you going? And she's like, oh, just a few errands. And she walks out of frame. And I just noticed that she walks out of frame with the coffee mug in her hand. I'm like, dude, you can leave the coffee mug that belongs to him. You guys are clearly peasants. You can't <laughs> just take someone's. You don't even, yeah. You don't even, like... You're basically cheating on him and you take his coffee mug with you. Right? That's the final straw. That's the final straw. Because now you see Tim, like, he's just standing there by himself in this thing with a coffee he probably didn't even want to drink. Wondering where his coffee mug is going. You know? Like, do I need to buy Uh, another one? Will she bring it back? Will it be full of grease? And I I was going to mention, like, metaphorically as well. Like, like she's the coffee mug. Like, where is my coffee mug going? Yeah. He's wondering that too, you know? So it works on... <laughs> Poor Timmy. Poor Timmy, man. We feel, I think we feel worse for Timmy because he was just some guy at, 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 a, at, a, at an office at like a factory 
and he started dating this hot chick, and now he has to deal with all this kind of stuff. Right. He's a little cockney bloke who just wanted to have a drink. Now you know, all of this. That's is it. And, and just date a hot girl uh, who works with him. But but to be fair, Andor did say in the first episode to him, yeah. well, maybe you shouldn't be dating such a complicated girl. So you can see that Timmy also just maybe may have wanted and maybe may have been attracted to some other stuff as well. Because, you know, if you have so many problems with such a complicated girl, and you're like, you know, it, it should be easy I mean, for you to say, hey, you know what, you're too complicated, I'll find someone else. She's definitely out of his league. He knows that. Oh, yeah, exactly. We all know that. That's the classic. And he knows that too. Yeah, that's why he's dealing with all yeah. this shit. But yeah. like sometimes he's just like, fuck. You know, like that's why he's feeling like insecure because he knows that Cass is like, has a better chance with her. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know. He's way more handsome. He's Hispanic. He has a better accent than me. Yeah, like his accent is way sexier. Coming through, you yeah. playing smooth and he's, shit. He's, he's the bad boy. He's the bad boy, smooth yeah. talking bad boy. Exactly. Who gets her into? Poor Tim. Yeah, poor Tim. I mean, he did get to sleep with her, so I don't know how <laughs> how much worse we can feel 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 about him. You know? True. True. <laughs> he did get to sleep with us. I've seen her legs, so now I don't. I feel way worse, way less worse about Timmy. The fact yeah. that he got to spend a night with them. So, I guess it's. I it's, feel like it, it's the the cost of later on. If uh, what that was worth. Life, life, life is all about trade-offs. So I guess so. You know, he, you, you, he, if, if a girl way too out of his league, this yeah. is what I. You shoot that high, that far up. You know, you're gonna fall that far it's, down. He flew too close to the sun. Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, <laughs> so now we see, uh, what's his name, Cassian. Uh, in that spaceship again, where where he had that thing, uh, the the device that he's gonna sell, and now he's there with BYOB, and they're like, "Hey, you got credits for Marva, and you need to tell me you're hiding them because we don't want someone else to find Marva's credits, do we?" This is BYOB telling Cass, and uh, and BYOB is like, "Hey, you should stay," and you kind of see, you kind of feel bad now because BYOB is like, uh, um. Like like Cass is like, hey, if I can go, I'll bring it myself. And uh, and going is a b -b 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 bad idea. <laughs> he's like, you need to get back. She's gonna wonder why. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I felt really bad for him. He's like, why don't why did you say? Why are you doing? Yeah, why don't you just, take, take uh, me yeah, with you? Where? Take me with you. And and he's like, no, no, no. Hey, get get the fuck out of here. Go back. Go back to. Uh, Go back to her. She's gonna start wondering where you are, and uh, he's like, blah, 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 and he's stuttering, and 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 Cass is like, go, come on, and you see him like sort of just like turn his head and just like you know start, and you're like, oh, what what, what a dick Cass is, right? That's right. what that's what we're all thinking at this moment. And uh, but yeah, but Cass is just like, uh, and you can see that Cass kind of feels bad about all this as well, and and he and he knows that. He has no choice in the end, but yeah, still, yeah, yeah, yeah. poor BYOB. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I like our name for him, uh, for, for 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 B better. <laughs> it's, it, half the time I was saying it, I, I actually forgot that I'm, I'm not saying the right thing. It just it's just a lot better. <laughs> I like our names way better. They should have used us for a fucking name right. creator. Yeah. Next next show, when once they hear our podcast, they would be like, you know what, exactly. we should hire yeah, these yeah. guys. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so Marva is the old lady's name because and BYOB was like he's telling Cassie, hey, you got Marva's credits, like you you know, we don't want someone to find Marva's credits. And now you see Marva uh looking for B. 
And she's like, B, B, where are you? Uh, and uh, and she's just like sort of uh, walking around on with her cane and in, in the thing. And she she comes in this room and you, and you see all these like things like a, like a random mask. And she like put picks up like a spear or like a no, not a spear a spear. <laughs> I've never realized that they're so similar to each other. That that an extra H can change the meaning so much. Maybe that's why Tim has two M's. You know, maybe it completely changes it from a regular Tim to like Tim. It's completely different. Yeah, exactly. Completely it's, with two M's. It's short for uh, Timagore. Timagore. It's not short for Timothy. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so you see her like holding this weapon and you can see that she's sort of like uh going down like memory lane, you know, she's looking at the weapon and she sees that mask with the thing, like it's like a weird mask. And she's like seeing like the like the little like uh like rope tied around the weapon and you can see that she knows what it's for and like back in the day maybe she used to use it or or she has like a lot of memories with, with all that stuff that's there. And now it cuts back to the 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 forest at at Canary, and uh, you see where you mentioned that uh, you may have thought that it was like a, the spaceship. You see a spaceship, and you mentioned that you may have thought it was like a, what was it? What is your chemical? Yeah, uh, like there must have been a chemical explosion. Right, 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 right. And and I think you may have been right because the first scene we see, there's like a lot of yellow smoke coming out of the things. And you see like 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 bodies everywhere, and uh, as you get closer, like uh, the girl is getting like closer, and she sort of like you see the bodies like coming out of the the, the entry point, and uh, she sees that their hands and the and the faces are all yellow, and she's like poking him just to make sure like uh, he's not alive or something. And everyone's like, everyone's waiting and seeing what's up. And, uh, and she sort of pokes him and the body just falls off. Right. And then as this is happening, Wait, see... first, I, I actually thought it was a yellow alien. And so the one who fell down, mm. I was like, oh no, I think, uh, it's some chemical thing right. that happened. Cause there is like yellow smoke coming out of things. Yeah. So yeah. And their hands are, yeah. right. And then while she's looking at the body in front of him in the in the back in like this uh the it's out of focus you see one more body getting up and you see the kids like getting like oh my god there's a body getting up and you see a guy get up and he immediately shoots do i remember correctly isn't that cast who first sees him getting moving yeah 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 and he's, i was he's the first one and i was thinking like how come nobody wants the girl yeah or or even uh, oh shoot the guy anything yeah. nobody does anything because he gets up he gets up very slowly yeah right? there's a he lot shoots of time really fast but he gets up because it's not like the scene is shown to us in slow motion because we're seeing um the girls uh how she's moving right yeah and then in the background we see him get up so she's moving in real time and she's moving like regularly so the 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 time is like the time that that he spends getting up is act is is in real time as well, and that's slow as hell. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? Cass actually notices him first moving. Yeah. So it's not like 
they saw him get up and he was like already almost up, right? Mm-hmm. So you can say like maybe they just reacted just like half a second too late, right? But Cass saw him just like he first he first starts moving on the ground and Cass notices this and other kids start noticing it and then he gets up and he suddenly shoots her. Which he just makes, like sees this girl and he shoots her. Which makes it worse if your point is correct that he has a crush on the girl. But like now that's another thing he's like from early yeah, on, yeah. at six years old, he's already got guilt. Yes, the guilt that maybe I could have, maybe had I reacted faster, I could have saved this. I could have saved my crush, and now I lost my sister as well. So yeah, hopefully it's that. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, but it it, it really looked like that. And uh, so, as at the moment he shoots the girl all the kids start screaming and they start they've got those like spears with the with the darts and it takes and immediate, a ton of them dude they're like huge darts yeah and they they just keep fucking maybe it's because he's got his suit on so maybe that's why i'll, I'll give i'll give them yeah, maybe you know and and, and and it's like they are like i mean they're huge darts but like it just kept on going like he's shooting yeah. and getting hit and hit him there's uh, just it looks like there's like uh ace ventura so, too when he's running through the forest <laughs> and he's just fucking completely covered. <laughs> and it's just like, I think you have to up the doses on those arrows, uh, on those darts. Oh, yeah. well, well, maybe they're not dosed. That, that's, that, that was my uh, sort of uh, take from this, that maybe they're just like uh, like sharpened uh, tiny little darts. Because they, they are kids and, and the weapons seem like they, they crafted them themselves. Yeah. So maybe they're just like, just regular sharp things that, that poked him, you know? And, and it, because he's wearing a suit, that maybe like by the time like it got like, cause so I'm I'm trying to count um, um, <laughs> how many darts he gets, and and he's just he's just getting everywhere, and he's like, oh my god, I'm getting shot from here. He starts shooting, and he gets, oh my god, and he starts shooting here, and he's just getting fucking darts everywhere, <laughs> and then and then he falls, and there's a god damn it, my my thing is being my internet is being so slow. I'm just trying to see because I had it earlier. Um, but yeah, it seems like it, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. it goes it's, as long as it took him to get up. It takes exactly. him to get him back down. Yeah. Uh, they were just not not a very good shot. I think because they they kept shooting him like uh, in on the arm and in the back. Like most none of, of it yeah, is in the back, right? Not one in the face. Yeah, none none on none on the face and none obviously not not from the front. But the first time he gets shot, so I noticed this. Like he he starts like he hears the screaming and he looks and he starts shooting and he gets hit like with two or three and his reaction is like oh what the fuck is that and he like like just literally uh, hits them off you know like that's like why I assumed there was like some poison or something oh right okay I I, I, I took and it then as, it's like, like we don't know for sure but like it, 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 we know just as a reference from indigenous tribes in other movies when they do the blood yeah. thing it's usually like frog yeah. poison or something so you just right. assume like with the payphone that they're playing off our mm-hmm. reference right there you know yeah. that's what i assumed right but but given how long it took him and how many darts it took him i'm gonna make the assumption that because they're just kids that they literally are just like sharpened tiny little sticks that they like made fit into the spears that they took themselves right because another important thing that you notice is that Cassian isn't shooting any of those. Because he doesn't know. Exactly. He, yeah. It's his first time, and you can tell that he was not prepared for this. 
So so yeah, he's just looking around like what the fuck's going on. And I, I have a pause, so it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven that we, I can count right Plus away because he falls on his arm. back. <laughs> yeah, I, I counted though. I counted mm-hmm. those. So it's eleven all over his back and on his arms. And he finally finally falls. And uh, he falls with his gun and he was shooting like that. And everyone's like, oh my god, everyone's screaming. They go down to to, to check. And that brings back to our question is that why didn't they just start shooting him as he was getting up? And it that also and there's like so many of the so kids many. where you could have actually just alarmed the girl and she could have just turned around by the time he's getting up and so many kids. The way. There's like both 40 sides. kids. Both sides are full of kids, yeah. like ram jam. They were able to take down a fucking guy in a suit with a with a laser gun. That That's how many kids they are. And they seem experienced. Yeah. So it's like, wouldn't they, it's, it's like with the alarm, with the bell ringing alarm where it's like would they have like an indicator like hey someone's behind you whistle <laughs> like that's the most do anything and, and rustle the, the, the and, trees and, uh, and the fact that the the that's the first body everyone sees because that's mm. right out in the open yeah. like uh, the second body they see was like half falling out of the spaceship and that's the one she goes in the first body she checks she pokes yeah. it doesn't move and she just moves towards the spaceship and pokes another body right so that one is like right out in the open. Everyone's looking at it. There's 40 kids, even if 10 of them were looking at the spaceship. I I, I doubt all 40. I'm sure one of them, because once they shoot the guy, right, they all come down to move towards the girl. And this show this where one kid stops and he stands and he looks up with his spear, like he's in position to make sure that, okay, you kids go up and I'm going to make sure no one comes from the sides. Yeah. If they have this kind of preparation, wouldn't they all be like, just start shooting or like give some kind of indication like someone's behind you? Like, hey, that dude you think is uh, is alive actually. Like even if they want to try yeah. to show that they're still children, I feel like it could have been shown a better way. But but they, but they completely negated that whole point. Where literally the next scene they they start, yeah. yeah, I know exactly. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like even and, like if that was was going to be their excuse, they could have done it right, right away. Right, uh, and 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 or they should have done this. Right, they should have just inversed the thing, where she's checking the guy who's on the floor in front of everyone, and the guy who's like half falling out of the oh, spaceship. Yeah. That could have she just too. hasn't gotten to him yet. So the first body that she's checking, right, in the back, you can see a guy just sort of get up and shoot her from the back while everyone's focused on the first thing because they're not looking at the screen. That, I just thought of that just like while thinking of what would be better. <laughs> and that makes more sense. Yeah, it makes like, a bit more sense for sure. It, and, and you can do that whole thing where it's like, because he's half, so you can't see yeah. the kids and he's far off into the distance. So all the kids won't be able to see him move. It's the fact that there's just, like, it's how far the kids go back. You can see they go all the yeah, way till his body. Exactly. Exactly, and, so and the like distance between there, the spaceship yeah. and the right. first guy, it's so much distance where, yeah, it's, some it's a nitpick, but, but yeah, it's a movie. Even the, we're not even wrong, we're not even, we're, uh, both of us don't even have the issue with the trope, it's just they just did it wrong. Yeah. Well, yeah. They could have fixed it, they could have fixed it just like inversing the shot, that's it, that's I, all that. I think we both just don't like it when we have to think about that sort of thing. But like you, exactly, exactly. There are certain shows you wouldn't think about it. But like the yeah. fact that everything else is so grounded and real, 
it makes you think it's, on it's that a, level. Yeah. And you spend so much time, everything, it's not like anything happens quickly. You're lingering right. on all these moments, giving yes. us time to yes. like think. We're not, yeah, we're not trying to nitpick. Is that because the show, and it's a, I guess, a credit to the show where because the show is so detailed, it takes its time with all the details about scenes, visuals, character interactions, and how they uh, 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 move the plot along. Where it's like a scene like this stands out. So it's, this is not like a rant about like this is not like my rant about why they, they show the legs. This is more like this. This like this is an actual uh, scene fault, I guess. Yeah, the show invites this kind of critical thinking when right. you give us that much time to think about exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. If if it was a show where it's like it's eight episodes and they're, they're not uh, making it that detailed, then you could have just moved along with the scene and be like, ah, whatever, like they've done shit like this in the previous scenes or episodes. But but yeah, so you see Cass, like he's really upset and he's pissed off and you see him make this fist and he's doing like, oh my God. And he's looking at the spaceship like, fuck this. And oh yeah, and I think uh, everyone assumes that the girl is there. They're all crying, and they pick her up, and they sort of take her away back the way they came from, not into the spaceship. And Cass is the only one who like turns, looks at the spaceship, and makes like a fist. Like, oh, I'm gonna fuck you, spaceship. F- fuck you up, not 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 fuck you, not in the whole. <laughs> that's a whole nother I, podcast. Can you have sex with the ships? My bad. I'm sorry. I, I I keep taking us into these weird weird directions. <laughs> And and yeah, so now we cut back to uh, Cass, uh, o- uh, uh, older Cass, and he's uh, he's on his way to go sell that thing, and he sort of comes to like a train depot or something like that, like 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 that's the um, that's that's the kind of feel I got. Like he goes and talks to a ticket counter guy, right? And uh, ticket counter guy is like talking to his droid, and they're talking about like. Hey man, yeah, have you heard of Canary? Like I've never heard of it either. You know what the hell is that? Uh, it's not. It's, sorry, it's not a droid. It's it's a Lillian. And uh, and yeah, so and uh, uh, oh no, so so the moment Cass walks up to him, uh, the guy's like, you you can tell that they know each other. And the ticket counter guy's like, hey, one second, like I'm just looking up Canary. And Cass is like, wait, Canary. And he's like, yeah, see, he never my my little midget, uh, my little uh, little little alien. <laughs> I don't understand. Sorry, because <laughs> they kind of show him like that. My little alien didn't know him either. And then he goes, Canary mid rim, um, and you can uh, abandoned after imperial mining disaster, and you can see like the look on Cass's face, like mm, this brings back some some bad memories and also like some 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 good memories, you know that. So, like, that, that, that was the point sweet. where I was wondering what they're implying. Are they implying that the spaceship was the start of the disaster? Had the d- disaster happened before uh, we see Cass? Like, it says abandoned, but maybe the kids were left behind. It opens up a lot of, like, questions and t- interesting questions, which I hope we will explore later about. Like, right. it's a completely new planet. But that could explain why there's just children there. Or it could be that that chemical explosion or whatever happened was the thing that was the disaster but it right. looks already abandoned you know so it could be either my, my 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 assumption on this was that once they tell us it was an imperial mining disaster because they show us that grand canyon yeah. uh, uh thing but in the beginning we don't know what that is we just see like a thing right and we're like whoa what is that like something like like 
something happened here that's that's what i got from that it does look a little bit like uh our minds just like a bit more chromey yeah exactly and and then uh when when he says imperial mining disaster uh i connected the dots as like that big thing was the mining area that the imperial people must have been using canary for and he must have been like a canary like these kids were like probably canary natives and their parents were probably like taken as slaves or something and then there may have been a disaster where everyone just uh, died yeah and then and then uh, like over time like for a few years the kids sort of figured out how to live by themselves in that area and and the 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 fact that they knew exactly what to do at when this spaceship crashed led me to believe that that spaceships like this uh, come uh, or crash here at least a few times or something like that the only thing that Perhaps. had me wondering if it was this or that was the just the yellow smoke which had been mm. explained i'm just still curious right. what exactly yeah, that yeah. Is. i'm curious too like why is that there like yeah. they didn't cuz like, i don't the think they've killed them and i don't remember ever seeing a chemical weapon in star wars mm. like that we usually see lasers yeah explosions and lasers chemical right, weapon right. is like a whole new thing right 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 so so yeah that's yeah so he goes abandoned after imperial mining disaster and it's very important to know that it was an imperial mining thing that's why you see his cast's hate for um uh for empire. for for imperials and empire oh and uh, there you go your question's answered abandoned and considered toxic imperial prohibition yeah that's what the toxic thing was the thing where i was like right. it maybe it has to do something with the smoke but at the same right. time it already it also could be that it was abandoned and the kids i don't know again we don't know mining, mining everyone died that's what he said mining everyone died abandoned and considered toxic imperial prohibition oh okay yeah well, everybody died and then that has yeah. it was probably that ship still yeah. very interesting i still want to know more right corporate like enforcement what, what, like how can that one ship kill everybody on a planet so so maybe what uh, so uh here's what could have happened right maybe the that it, like there may have been like a like a chemical uh, disaster which was the mining disaster which killed everyone and then the spaceship must have been like an imperial spaceship gone to like check some cuz it says imperial prohibition so maybe like imperial officers uh kept going to check and maybe because of the toxic thing they died yeah maybe yeah i'm trying to like connect some dots well yeah we'll get to it in episode 3 there was another yeah, thing that confused oh, me oh, okay but yeah okay 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 alright cuz my only thing was like like the kids seem very prepared and experienced yeah. in how to handle and that situation. we don't know yet right now it's right. It's, right. it's a it's a bread maybe, maybe it was just for like hunting or something and once mm-hmm. they maybe that's the first spaceship that crashed and they're like hey l- let's go check that out like let's mm-hmm. go check out what that is we'll get right. our hunting gear right. and and maybe that's why they didn't know how to react to the guy uh moving maybe they're not that experienced in in actually seeing humans maybe all that shit was like uh how they would prepare for like hunting for food or something all the spears with the darts yeah. right again okay. i like these things in the show you know giving you things yeah. to that one right. that pull you in you want to know more like that yeah i i like, yeah like, exactly I, or the little things with the commander like you just start being like oh i kind of want to know more about this because this seems interesting right. it seems it's layered you know yeah exactly yeah and and i and i made a notice where it's like 
all the information is doled out like as scenes go on and as characters are talking to each other about things. So you get to know more about like uh, like what is the relationship of this character with this character? What is the what is like what is happening over here? What is what could like they what could they be doing? And all that stuff is like like the information is sort of given to you as you go along and not like here's a scene of exposition and now we're going to tell you all this stuff about five minutes and then 45 minutes later here's another scene of exposition and we're going to tell you everything that happened like it's more like oh he goes to a ticket counter guy and he's sort of looking it up because because uh, people are looking that that canary wanted uh, thing is out so now everyone's looking for it and you it's not like you know uh it's not like he sat down with the, with the old lady and they just, hey, remember Canary? Remember the mining disaster? Oh man, that was something. Remember that it was toxic? And like they could have done that where they have the scene and but the scenes are there for the story to move along and everything about the world, about the characters and about what's happening in the story is shown while it's moving. And I, I, yeah, I really, I really like that. All right. <laughs> I was like, Sweet. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, so so now he's like, hey, what can I do for you? And he's like, hey, well, how much for a run to Tassar? And Zanwan, that's his name, <laughs> the ticket counter. Zan I'll spell it out for you. Zanwan. X A N W A N. One word. It's it's not like two words. It's not like Zan. Sl- <laughs> it's like his last name is Wan. I can't wait for <laughs> his Wikipedia page. Hmm. And he's just like he's like a like a regular looking guy. I don't know if he has a British accent or not. Um, so he's like, oh, why why do you want to go to like what what do you what are you picking up at Tassar? And he's like, I'll, I'll name your price for not for not knowing. Cassian Cassian says that to Zanwan, and uh, Zanwan's like explosive, and he's like, no. And he's like, does it talk? And give me a number, Zan, and uh, nine hundred. Zanwan says, and he's like a real number. He's like, you want immediacy and discretion? That's how much it's going to cost. Pricey combo. Yeah, there you go. And he's like, I got 500. And he's like, well, you should plan more carefully. I said, okay, let's split this difference. And Zanwan's like, it's your choice. I like Zanwan. He's a, he's a very cool character. Yeah. You, you, and, and that's kind of what we learned. I think now we've seen like different like uh, workers within like uh, like factories, like one's a junkyard manager, one's the ticket counter, but everyone knows each other so well on a personal level where they already have, like, it's not like a shock to Zanwan, like, right? That he's he's asking me for something. It's like this kind of stuff happens all the time. Again, the whole city is a full character. Yeah, it's great. exactly. Yeah, it's like, it's like a tiny town of South Park where like every single, you know, you know, you know who makes her coffee, you know, Everybody who's the elementary school name. teacher. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, cheers. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so he's like, all right, uh, okay, if it's seven, you better be ready in an hour. And okay, keep the keep keep the engine running. So yeah, there we go. And uh, yeah, so this they, they decided on 700, um, 700 uh, credits, I guess that's what they call it, for, for Cassian to have his uh, ship and uh, and not and Zanwan not ask what it's for and now we cut to the corporal ship where you have the uh, the sergeant 
Sergeant Mosk. He showed Sergeant Mosk. That's his name. And he goes, all right. And he's got his troops and he's got the hologram of Cassian. And he's like, this is the guy we're looking for, Cassian Andor. Andor. Not a recent image, but the best we've got. He may uh, he may not appear to be a formidable uh, thing, but he's you know two of our men are dead, so having uh, don't make that mistake just like that. And uh, and now they're just sort of uh, Sergeant Mosk is just sort of giving a strategy of like okay me and me and uh, a de deputy I think that's what he calls him. Let me just let me just check this real quick, just so that we're we're clear. Deputy Inspector Karn. It's not Khan, it's Karn. K-A-R-N. Deputy Inspector Karn. Carney. <laughs> I don't know these names, man. Just like either call him Tim or like don't make it or Zan Wan. Like, I don't get it. Like, well, that's our <laughs> When, you know, when, damn. The Wu-Tang Zan Wan. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm rhyming even like when I'm signed. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars, man. They get you they get you dropping bars every second. <laughs> Alright, so so he's just making a strategy of like West Team will include me and, and Deputy Inspector Karn. Uh, and uh and and it's kinda good to notice that he's keeping Karn with him, you know? And he's doing like his very military this is important, uh an important detail, the way he's giving the strategy, you know, it's very like, like I'm the sergeant, you know, you know, and he's like, and you would do this. And like, he's got those like, you know, like exits over here. Like he's got like the proper hand gestures. And, um, uh, yeah. And so they're just going away, going on with that. And then Sergeant Mosks, uh, you see everyone like sort of just like, you know, they, they know each other and, and they're all, none of them look in shape. That's the, that's the weirdest part. Like they're all like these, even the troops. That's why a lot, lot of them, a lot like, of them look really overweight. They look like Paul Blog Markov. Yeah, exactly. That's why <laughs> that's I thought exactly. of them more as security yeah. than soldiers. It's, it's like a very serious version of Markovs where, where maybe they just are pretending. Maybe they're all pretending. I don't know. They all, uh, but yeah. They're all checking for the hall pass. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so he gives his full strategy in a very like official, legit manner. And uh, he, he sort of sets a steps aside and gives the indication that, hey, Deputy Inspector Karn, do you want to say a few words? And you see Karn like looking at Mosk like, yo, like, sh like what should I say? You know? And then he goes and, and he tries to stand in like a, like a, I'm, I'm a hard army guy, just like you guys. And and that's actually very I didn't notice that. That uh Karn and Mosk, they're both standing like this, and every other person, the troops are standing like this. So yeah, that's a that's a pretty good detail that they have. Yeah, nice. And uh yeah. So now Karn is trying to give like that mode super motivating, like uh you know, we're going to get these guys kind of speech, whereas like the risk of doing nothing becomes the greatest risk of all. Sometimes, you know, there comes a time and this is one of those this divisive, mo decisive moments. And I can't imagine a team I'd rather share it with than all of you. Now I'm reading all this out, but in the scene, the way he's speaking is zero base, 
zero authority and he seems so unsure of himself where even the troops are just like just like sort of gulping like oh like like, i like that it starts out a little normal and as he goes on it gets more and more awkward his pauses are in the wrong points and you his eyes can you can see him thinking about what he's going to say next and like he's seen this in movies but now that he has to do it in real life it's like oh my god how do i do this and i love the moment of the the one guy in line that's listening to just like going like oh yeah, god yeah is he really... really and, and he catches himself doing it so he's just quickly yeah. like oh shit you know like i shouldn't be doing this but like oh god he's still going yeah yeah <laughs> and I, exactly and i like yeah. that it doesn't turn into like car and being like Wait, what I, what the hell are you doing? No, it just like you see his eyes going and you figure he's looking at him and as he's finishing the speech, he's just lingering on that dude. Yeah. And you can just see like, yeah, he'll never let that moment down ever. Hmm. And he's like talking about justice and like he's and every it's like such an awkward and uncomfortable moment. And and you can just and everyone knows like uh who are Sergeant Mosk, who are we listening to? this is the guy in charge like they've all got that looks on his face on their faces and then he goes and then once he's done he goes best of luck to of, to us all and he does this mm-hmm. <laughs> and everyone the moment i paused it i paused it at the perfect moment where you see in the background sergeant mosk is has this look what? like he's looking because he's standing behind him to the right and he's mm-hmm. looking right at him like like, uh, what are you doing? If I remember correctly, during the during the sh- like whole speech, you see him kind of being like, "Yeah, yes, maybe." Yeah, yeah. I don't know where you what. <laughs> like it starts with like, moment, "Yes, yeah. go for it." Yes, very nice, sir. And then he's like, "What, sir? Really? Yeah. Where are you going with this?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. He he seems like like if like a like a kid who who's like uh like his dad owns the company. And then, and then the dad, dad's like uh, right hand manager, yeah. uh, like like he, like the dad tells his manager, like, what? hey, my son's my son's starting work today, and he's gonna be the head of everyone. Can you like take can you like take him under your wing? But and I like, sort that, of it, teach him I the like that it doesn't feel like they're gonna walk away and start shitting on him. It's just like everybody kind of like knows that this guy isn't supposed to. Yeah, but they have here. to do it. Yeah, but like they're still like the the authority is intact. You yeah. know, like they're not making it like he's becoming a like joke a, to them. They're, yes. It's more real in that sense where they're yeah, like, yeah. no, but this is our officer. He has to be here. He hasn't been here before. He's never yeah. given a speech like this. And none of it is like, oh, then you shouldn't be here. Then like, why? what the hell? Then right. why, why are you even giving us any orders? It's more of a like, it, it's more human. But it just like it's like oh this guy's leading us like <laughs> no but I think it's not even on that where like uh, the response with that guy being like this it's not even yeah. like uh, I can't believe you're leading us it's more of a like like bro you could you should have probably stopped like two sentences yeah like like, like like this That's is getting it. embarrassing for you yeah it's just yeah he has that look yeah, but and it's yeah. not, it's not I, like, it it's not like you see you see the troops be, like making jokes between themselves or something like that you just sort of get the vibe of how they're feeling. Yeah, no one looks malicious or like kind of yeah. like they're making they're like a bad assumption. Like everybody just understands the situation, and it's more about them realizing right. the situation than them right. criticizing it properly, right? Which right. I like. I like it's like a, few, a little different than it's, usual. It's, it's it's like employees that have like um, I keep using the same example, but like it's like employees that have been in a company for a while, and like 
now they have to answer to the nepotism yeah but they still have to answer to it. yeah and 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 you can tell like like this guy uh Karn, the way he treats his controlled room employees he's like a dick manager to them where he's always trying to like uh, push his authority on them and these are the guys who he's trying to be like so he's sort of intimidated by them and he doesn't try to like you know like boss them around he's more like trying to be a part of their team like he's trying to feel like i'm a part of this it's it's actually oh, i just i literally just thought of this it's almost very similar to how cassian as a kid was trying to join the older kids and wanting to be a part of that and feel like a cool like no 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 i can be a part of this and maybe because he has a crush on the girl or like he wants to just be like with the older kids where this guy like respects and like wants to be like an army guy but but he's never been so instead of like instead of like trying to boss around the troops he's more like trying to be a part of it like like he's a kid who's just trying to like 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 join his dad's office party you know and like hey i'm one of the managers guys and uh, yeah i i i just thought of that that maybe maybe they're like contrasting how how uh, inexperienced and scared he is and what and who he truly respects and wants to be like rather than who he's trying to be a dick to you know yeah and so yeah so when he does uh, best of luck to us all and he, he just does this and <laughs> everyone just looks at him and then there's awkward silence between everyone no one says anything and again like karn doesn't stop and like he doesn't get mad that no one's applauding he feels embarrassed and he like steps back and then mosk suddenly starts with a slow clap slow clap and the troops like they don't go into like a big roar applause they're still like kind of like a golf clap you know like hey okay i guess we clap now enough and uh, yeah cuz cuz even mosk just sort of he just sort of he's like oh okay I, I, like let's clap and everyone's just like <laughs> like clapping like those. <laughs> uh yeah and and mosk looks at him and he goes well said sir very inspiring and you see that stupid smile come on karn's face again where i think whatever mosk tells him he takes it to heart where even if mosk we know that mosk is like being like sort of like you know uh like looking at him like a kid who just needs like confidence build up and 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 he is like such a kid karn is such a kid that if mosk tells him sir that was very inspiring he f- truly feels like that he doesn't feel like mosk is trying to like uh like sort of like just say it just to make him feel better he actually feels like that was inspiring that's right i am that guy you know and uh, yeah and now we cut to mr scarsgard and he's sitting uh <laughs> he's sitting uh, i just he's sitting in a train type of a thing train spaceship and he's looking out the window and some guy on another seat starts talking to him right and why i laughed was do that you, do you like when people do that i hate it and i hate it when they do it in uh, in in shows or movies as well unless that character actually is important Cause, uh, cause or at least the... it shouldn't be with a guy who looks really unapproachable. Like I know, yes, I and... know people where like anywhere they go, people just feel like they need to talk to this guy or this girl. Right. Like, anytime they're on a flight, they come off the flight and like, yeah, I made best friends with the person on the mm. next to me. Right. I never, I've never spoken once to anybody next to me on any public transport, yes. Yes. and no one ever tried. 
I don't think if you see Stellan Starsgard looking out into out of the window like that, anybody yeah. is like, I think I wanna, I wanna, I wanna sit there and check what, right. what what's up with this man. Doesn't, exactly. He, he doesn't look like he's gonna stab me at all. Yeah, exactly. And 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 the guy that you're talking about, he's got a red burgundy hat, and he's got a very nicely groomed mustache. And he looks like a 1920s guy out of London, just in color. And here's the best part that I just realized. You know what his name is? What? Just, just guess his name. Because you've said it once in this episode. Timagori? <laughs> no, no. I'll, I, the, the, like, I'll give you one more shot. Cause, and, I, and I've given you a pretty big hint. Uh, Mr. I don't, I don't know. His name's Willie. <laughs> Willie. <laughs> Willie. Oh, I think I remember this. Willie. Willie. And it's spelled W-I-L-L-I without the E. So one guy gets an extra M, one guy gets taken a letter out. <laughs> Just spell it correctly. Why, why it. is everybody in this place like so basically named? Like Exactly. Exactly. Like and, and they're all British, the basic name ones. Maybe yeah. that's their theme. Where it's like the British guys have the basic names and then all these other Hispanic or ethnic looking because because Vix looks ethnic compared to a British person, yeah. so maybe maybe that's the that's the logic the writers had in their mind. Hey, every person who sounds like a white British guy or a white British person will give them the most basic name, and then everyone else will have like a Star Wars name. Yeah, I can't wait for Dave with two E's. <laughs> two E's, double D, Dave, double D, <laughs> <laughs> double D, Dave, D, Dave. Oh yeah. D Dave. D Dave. All right. So yeah, so so this random guy just starts talking to um uh, to Stellan Skarsgard from the other seat. And then he's like, How much or 60 credits? And they sort of just like and then he comes over and just sits next to Stellan, like in front of Stellan Skarsgard in that same compartment. And he starts talking about, man, back in the day, you could just ride through here. And it's like, okay, like what like who is this? random person just 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 talking to a stranger about about what he used to do and he and he's like what's your line and 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 this this whole scene is set up just for us to know a little more about Stellan Skarsgård that's the whole point like if we were to take like what's the point of this scene that's why I hate it that's why I hate someone just randomly talking because you need to have this scene where we need to learn just a tiny bit more about Stellan Skarsgård and we know that the writers, like he's going to meet Bix and then he's going to meet Cassian. With neither of those, you can have the whole, like this small little scene of where we get to know uh, Stellan Skarsgård a little better before he meets Cass. You know what I would compare it to? It's yeah. like the same when a character finds out an important plot point as he walks past the TV and the news just happens to tell him right then. Right, there. exactly. Yes. Yeah. I, I I call it TV convenience. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I I mean I I don't call it that. I've heard I've heard people call it that. <laughs> I don't want to just <laughs> I don't want to take credit for that. But uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just quickly looking at my notes just to see, uh, yeah, because I had made a very uh, important point earlier. Okay, that's that's for episode three. That's for episode three. So uh, Willie is asking Stellan Skarsgård, "Hey, what's your line of work?" And he's like. And he's like, rather not say, okay, cool, I'll leave you alone. And uh, who knows when I'm going to meet you again. Is that what he said? 
because then it could be important. No need to explain. Who knows who you're talking to these days? That's what he says. So that was my kind of like little hint that maybe he comes back later. I'm waiting. Yeah, it makes your point even more so that like we don't even find out anything about Stellan Starsky. He's just exactly we find out he's a shady character. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that's it. it. Which, and, and that and that for he's his, more he, of like a guy who doesn't want to talk. And Stellan Starsky is such a good actor that we got that just from the look on the other scene that like he yes. looks like a shady <laughs> character. <That's the> <laughs> or they could have made the scene two seconds long where a random guy Willie tries to talk to him. Stellan Skarsgård gives him a stern look and he's and and the guy just gets a little scared and just turns and starts talking to his friend and Stellan Skarsgård looks out the window starts looking back out the window and that's it. Willie and we understand. Like, Willie himself felt out of place anyways. Yeah. It, it was like, why is he here? What's the point? And it's like he walked onto the wrong set for a second. Exactly. And, and we're down, like, hey, Nevi we're is down scene, that dude. way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and now he just, he's like, he's asking Stellan Skarsgård, so what do you, what's your line of work? No need to say, okay, I won't ask then. And then he immediately starts telling him, well, you know, I'm in propulsions. We add on boosters and it's like, who? why are you still talking to Stellan Skarsgård? He's got this super mean look on his face. He just told you he doesn't want to talk to you or tell you what he wants to do. And you go on to tell him what you're into. And uh, it was like, why is this scene happening? Can I hope we see Willie again. And I hope him talking about propulsions and adding on boosters is somehow important to all of this. Oh, and you see them sort of uh, fly over the uh, fly over the mining and they're all so you so you don't fully see it like like uh, you just see them looking out the window and you just see like uh, the Grand Canyon type of an area like it's all destroyed and then and then Willie Nelson goes uh, never changes does it you know what they say and then he says a very important line if it's if you can't find it here, maybe it's not worth it. But he says, yeah, because he says it very quickly and the subtitles. Yeah, yeah, it's that's not, what he's saying. Like, no, yeah, okay, yeah, it's not. If you can't find it here, it's not worth finding. And you're like, oh, and and Stella Scars got sort of chuckles, and then dramatic music plays, and then they just look out the window at and. So this scene is cool. Where when we see cities from a plane, when we're looking out the window, that's how we see Mar Marlocks. I almost said Maliks. Mm. <laughs> What's the name of the town? Morlana. <laughs> Gorlami. Morlami. <laughs> Morlami. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? I can't understand you. Morlami. <laughs> I can't, well, one more time. <laughs> I know, so you're, you're referencing that, right? De Coco. De Coco. There we Very go. Good. We're on the same page. We're on the same page. <laughs> Uh, I I hope people understand what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so okay, so he looks out, and now you get a full like bird eyes view of the uh, Morlana town, and it's like this. It's like if you've ever uh, flown over Bombay and and Mumbai, and when you're landing, the kind of slums that you see like all over the place. That's what it's like a Star Wars version of that, and. And and that's it. That was the whole scene. It's like it didn't need none of Willie. It just needed Willie for one second to look to make us realize that Stellan Skarsgård is a mean dude and he doesn't want to talk to you. Yep. 
which is also another reason why I kept thinking he's Boba Fett because he he feels like a bounty hunter. <laughs> like he's got that mean look. I was like, that's not what a buyer looks like. A buyer would just be a buyer. Yeah. But maybe he's got more to his character. So, but yeah, so uh, the whole bounty hunter thing just kept, I was like, oh yeah, okay. It just makes more sense the way they're showing his character. And then, yeah, so you see the spaceship fly over. That's also another very nice shot where he's looking out the window, looking at uh, Marlana. And then you see the uh, this the spaceship, the train that he's on, or the bus, I guess. From Morlana's point of view, and you see the, the 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 bus just fly over, and then you see sort of Cassian just running. So that that flip of uh, uh, the perspectives was, was was kind of cool. Where you see how like it's all happening at the same time, you know. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, so you see Cass. Uh, oh, and that's it. That's that's the end of the episode. <laughs> Why would they have that scene? It makes no sense. You know, it makes me even more upset that they have it right at the end. And all that happens is that he's looking out the window. He sees the slum town. You see the thing go by. Yeah. And it, it sort of pans down. And you see Cassian just running towards uh, his construction site. That's where he's at. That's why like this episode, as we were saying, it would, it would have not worked very well if it was like we waited a week to watch this and then it ends right. and we have to wait another week because yeah. what happens oh, is important so annoying. what happens is important but it's not like that interesting in terms of like it doesn't let us know like we still don't know what is the, the journey of this character it feels like yes. we're still kickstarting it and this whole episode felt like it was kind of there to just build the world build the characters build the city make right. you understand where we are starting from which i right. hope that's what i was saying i really hope that they use that that like by the end of the show he's going to be it in all... such a different place that like when you look back you're like whoa okay that's almost like a different show because like right. i'm assuming eventually he's going to leave this planet and go on his journey and who knows what's there it's literally at this right. point it could be anything and i really hope that that that's what they're building up to where it would be cool to explore the city more but i feel like i don't know i think we got what we needed by the end of these three episodes especially right where like it, it would be cool if that that is just like okay we know now like right. it, through everything that has happened and everyone around them we can kind of fill in the blanks of what has happened for the last few years and i'm assuming right. the flashbacks will catch up catch us up onto the point where we can fill in the blanks you know mm. And then by right. the end, we'll have the full picture. All right. So I have two questions for you, okay? Sure. Uh, one question is, would you be now annoyed if they spend this kind of time, uh, even like the kind of detail uh, that they're going to spend your time with the plays and the characters, would you be annoyed if they spend that same amount of time in the coming episodes? Mm. Or would you like like for them yes. to like hurry it up a little more now uh, that we understand the I would whole like place? To, like speed it up because I, at the same time i do think that all the world building they did could be done while there's a really strong plot going on where like right, yeah. it, this is still interesting that's why i'm getting the spy thriller intrigue kind of vibe but like it's a slow burn at the beginning but eventually right. the the shoe drops and like i think that's episode three but at the same time who knows maybe episode four is going to go back to like a slower speed and you know, it's that's why I'm very curious to see how the show works week right. to week. 
I'm worried it might be a bit harder or, and might right. make the so experience un- un- unless, unless they pick it up in, in each episode uh, where yeah. we're like each episode, every moment is impactful and now you don't need to spend time with these because it's a 30-minute episode. So yeah. you can do a lot in a full 30-minute episode. What you made me realize just now is like no Disney Plus show, well, very few of them do the thing where like you finish an episode and like when you watch 24 or like really good dramas, and you finish the episode, and you're like, I gotta do one more. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's yeah, more yeah. on the level of like, that wasn't enough. I need more of the story yeah. to like see more of it. But it's never like, yeah. holy shit, that was crazy. And then it ended yeah. with such a cliffhanger where like, right. I need to see more. This was so crazy. And yeah. it's like, they, it it doesn't do that at the end of the ep- episodes most of the time. Uh-huh. Where this one specifically, they ended on such a like kind of like a low fart of like what the yeah okay. where I, I was like shocked even now even though i've seen the episode i was like wait wait you ended it there like what the hell yeah like a mid story what was the point yeah it was like what's the point it's, it's not even like a cliffhanger where look cassian is just if it was like cassian goes and talks to someone mysterious and it and, and we just see the back where it's not uh it's, uh I call him Sergeant Starsguard almost. <laughs> Starsguard. Where, where it's somebody else that he speaks to, right? And we're like, ooh, who's that? Like, it's not like, oh my God, I gotta watch the next one, but it's like, it's some intrigue for the next one. It's You just see the spaceship go by with zero information that we had on that bus ride with Stellan Starsguard. And then we just see Cassian just walking. That's it. It's what makes it feel more like a long movie where like, yeah. it, it doesn't worry about a w- that. A way too long. A very, very long movie. Very very long, but like uh, yeah, Zack Snyder type long movie, even longer actually. But yes, <laughs> yeah, I I feel that's a critique I had with a lot of the Marvel shows where like, I I don't mind it being a long movie, but right. I think it hurts from the weekly releases, yeah. where like, I almost wish I would have waited, but at the same yeah. time because these shows are so popular. Then you have to worry about it being spoiled and then you can't have the same experience. So you're right. kind of forced to adhere to their release schedule. And yeah, um, yeah I think I, I really hope that they like try to experiment it more like we were talking last time, but maybe like dropping if, more than one episode. Like if like you said, like if it's like a long movie like that, obviously me and I'm I'm pretty sure everyone feels this way where it would have been way better had they just dropped all the episodes. So exactly. Then you don't mind just watching and just living in this world. Yeah. for this like eight to ten episodes and spending all this time with the characters and the story just sort of develops uh at 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 their pace right i'll just say that whether it's slow burn uh fast whatever but it develops at their pace but it maintains that pace throughout and you're told the story that you're meant to hear yeah. but like i said now that they're, they're going gonna like i i didn't care that this episode was that slow because i know i have episode three right yeah. in front of me exactly and i have to watch that but yeah so now my other question was that I was going to ask you, what do you think, what do you assume, uh, why do you assume it's three episodes? Do you think it was the studios who were like, you got to make this a three episode launch? Or do you think it was the writers who were like, we need three episodes and not two? I I don't think it was, if this, it was the studio call, I think the studio probably made the call retroactively after seeing the show. But mm. the way, especially if you look at this episode as a standalone, right? I would have to see episode four to make a better assumption. But mm. just looking at this episode, 
it really feels like the show creator knew that this was going to be a three episode release yeah you know like i, think so. I don't think the he, this kind of episode would be made if they knew you have to wait a week for it and yeah. you have to wait another week to get yes to the where it's going yeah. you know so I, yeah. yeah it's like it's like uh how i haven't seen the hobbit movies but i know everyone complained that and even the harry potter i haven't seen them but i know everyone complained that the last harry potter and the last hobbit movie the studios were like no you got to do two parts because because it was very popular at that moment to to do like the last part split into two so that they can make more money off it right last part part one part two and and it slowed the movies down so much where it's like they had to just add so much filler or like stretch out the scene so much just to fill runtime whereas in this case it almost feels like the writers were like hey we're gonna need we've written all this we've shot all this and now that we've edited it together we're going to need at least three episodes for the premiere and and i'm guessing like the studios were like uh, okay see what i appreciate about it is uh, they're inventing a lot of new things for star wars in the universe and not a lot of properties do that they usually reference right. things that are already there so i appreciate that they were giving the time to explore these things and flesh them out you know like it's not just really he's from canary and that's it yeah you know like that's just, just new planet now. sprinkles of information yeah but... or like you know this is uh it's a mining town and that everybody's tight like no there's like there's very a lot of like like i was saying we haven't seen that this uh this type right. of star wars right before so i appreciate that they're giving him the time and so far since we got three episodes i don't think they have wasted their runtime where everything besides the star sky uh, scene had a purpose whether it was for the story or for the world building i don't think there was much filler in terms there's of no fill- there's no filler yeah but like you could have shoved things together and certain things could have been told together but like this way everything has kind of space to breathe and it gives gets to those points where like it gives you as a viewer more time to ask right. certain questions which hopefully it seems smartly written that like they you will probably get answers but like they will the answers will be much more interesting if you've asked that question before and i think it right. comes from giving time to these moments that like you're sitting there and you you know like that's that's why i keep saying like they're pulling you in you're more right. and more invested in everything where like you you have questions you want answers and if it's a good show they're going to give it to you satisfyingly and then at right. the end you feel feel like it's time well spent even in a right. slow episode like this if there's a payoff like if willie now comes in episode four and he's the escape pod for everybody right. or something it's right. like okay now i understand or, why or, he was there or or or, the, or or something happens to their booster on their spaceship yeah. and now stalin skarsgård knows a guy exactly and uh, yeah so in that same way there's and, a oh, lot and, of these and, things and, that could yeah, come back but like you're right like if if like in a future episode that happens right and they need a booster and seven scars was like hey i know a guy yeah. had we not met willie we would have just been like oh he just happens to know a guy who i guess knows how to add on boosters right? real question like question. didn't he just land on this planet for the first time right. how, do, how, how does he know a guy here and yeah. like they yeah 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 you're right so but let's hope that's what happens yeah so far i have faith in the show in terms hey, yeah, of like right 
it seems smartly written. It seems smartly made, and right. it seems like they respect the audience's intelligence, right. which I appreciate. And uh, yeah. that's why I walked away with a pretty high score from the episodes, even though they were slow, and I felt it throughout. Where at the end, I was appreciative. Okay, so, wait, wait. So before we give scores, I have, I have a few more things, like one or two questions. One thing I want to mention is that, um, like, also, like, what now in future episodes, I think having given us like so much detail in in the premiere where now if we now when we go through things in the future episodes we'll understand everything way better we'll know how everything works we know exactly how the town is we know how the people are we know the differences between this people this people and this people corporals uh, morlanas canaries and now stellan Skarsgård is from another place i'm guessing right and we understand how things work how people and so they won't have to keep explaining that to us in the future episodes. So that's one good thing. Now, my other question is, in the future episodes, one thing we're going to have to look out for, one thing I'm going to look out for is, could all this information have been sort of given to us, all this detail be given to us in the future episodes as well, and not have it be a three episode, but like a two episode, where... Okay, we spent all this time, now we get it, right? But maybe the, a lot of that information could have just been given to us in areas of the future episodes. Well, a lot of the information we got was about just the, the, the city. And as I was saying, for me, that informs me more about the past and the future, where like we don't have to see Endor go to work every day. We don't have right. to see him do his routine. We understand that from how no, the city works, you know? You don't have to see him like, oh, this is my homie here. I have done deals with this guy. No, mm. we, we've learned all of that throughout that, like, they basically gave us, like, yeah, they told us what all has happened before we tuned into the story, which was already in effect. Mm. As we tune right. into the, sh the, the yeah. story, it's already going. Right. And without them telling us right away, by just painting a picture, and showing us people and the town and like everything they have told us basically what like without them ha needing to tell us we pretty much know what probably was going on before the show started right and i think that's why i'm saying it's pretty smartly written that way where like other shows would be drilling that shit over you, uh, you and then hitting you over the head with it where this right. show is just smartly building it and it's almost like a inception ninja trick where if you're not paying attention by the end, you're like, oh, but like now, if I think back about it, I'll, right. I'll totally get it. You know, I, I, mm -hmm. like I, that question will not come. It's like, yo, but, right. but what, what was Cassian doing before he went to that brothel? That question mm -hmm. probably for most people won't come up naturally, just because yeah. they're like, yeah, you're right. He was probably working. He was probably doing the same things, or or he was like skipping out on work, coming up with excuses, and trying to find his sister and yeah. and look for this and steal he was that and, and he's probably been looking and, for a while. And borrow, borrow money from this one and take a favor from that one. That's probably what he's doing. Yeah. And that's what he has. We actually know that because people have been referencing the past as well. It's not just that we're assuming that, but we can visualize it in our mind as well. That we don't need to ask that question. Okay? That, like that for example, like what what scene would you really take out besides the ones that we really liked for adding flavor, like the hammer guy? Yeah. Or like the like most of the scenes that didn't add anything really important, we still really liked for them just right. giving us the texture to the to the mm. to the story and the environment. Right. 
And that's why I agree with you where it's like, I think it's, it's the, it's the writers where they were like, this is what we think we need. Like, this is the amount of time we think we should spend with them. And every scene they have written doesn't seem like, oh shit, we got to fill, fill time now because we have to do three episodes. It's almost like, this is the best, this is the most condensed we could get and we can get it in three episodes. And like you said, it feels natural also. It doesn't yes, yeah. like I, I in between. Yeah. You, it doesn't feel like a a, sh- a a movie or show story. It feels more like this is a natural progression of things between yeah. people, where everybody yeah. is a believable human, and the story yeah. is as believable as that. Where they're like, but you know, it would take us some time, and these things would go on, and it would one would lead to this and that, and like, right? You know, it. I, that's again, like, that's why overall I appreciate it, even though it's slow. Mm-hmm. I I appreciate it for what it. Why, why it's you know and 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 you know you're like now like i'm sort of in uh, uh picturing the third episode in my mind and it's like now that i like i know what happens in the third episode all the stuff that's in there first of all the third episode seems like so much more like action-packed yeah but like because uh, having gone through this just by the episode because we saw all three at once right so just having analyzed this just one one episode as a standalone and and separating it from episode one and episode three, I can see the big change in the in the way the story moves in episode three. But also, now that I think about everything that happens in episode three, all the stuff that happens in episode two was so much more important. Yeah. And all the details, all the characters that are set up, all the Sergeant Mosk and Stan Skarsgård, the time that we spend with them, the interactions that Mosk and Karn have, and the, this, their... Uh, their vibe with the troops and everything all that stuff comes into play into episode three so which gives like, me hope for the future episodes yeah there's like half of episode three is uh a scenario where like it the reason it hits you so hard is because, yeah, of it's what because we now learned. we understand the characters we understand how they're feeling and so much even so- small looks on their faces during episode three we're like oh shit we know what why even like i was saying like even something random like the hammer guy informs yeah. us into that where like it all builds where like it that's why i compared episode three to sicario where like it is right. because it plays on your knowledge yeah. like the, everything works so well because they yeah. know what you know and they're using that as an advantage for themselves as storytellers. And, that's and, and episode three could have just worked by itself as like a pretty good episode. But yeah. now when I think about it, it's like, uh, like now that I know all these things about episode two and how I know the characters, it's like that episode is so much more emotionally impactful where you're like, you feel for every character. Yeah, You understand every single, not just the lead, not just Cassian, not just Bix. But you feel for every, you feel for Moss, you feel for Karn, you feel for Bix, you feel for uh, Cass, you and feel you for Marva. their actions, any action. Exactly. All, does. Their mo- all their motivations. Yeah, I th- that's why yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I don't mind the slowness right. because uh, it, there's a purpose. If it was wasting my time and by the end of episode three there wasn't a purpose, I would have totally had a completely different feeling about it. But right. I, I realized that by the end of episode three that like, it, it, throughout it felt slow but by the end there's a purpose and that's why i'm still overall show i'm i'm still almost giving it a nine man the more that we talk about it i want to yeah. go from 8.5 to nine. Uh, my, my 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 rating has moved up higher because what did i give 7.5 i think i, no. I did it 
So uh, like in my mind, the the moment you were talking about rating, I was like, I was like, maybe it's an eight. Like maybe it's an eight point five. Like, uh, but okay, so let's give our rating just for the episode and then the show so far for the two episodes combined. Okay. Well, if I at this point, I would have given it probably still a seven because I was trying to figure out what the hell is going on. The, well, I think overall seven show, for the episode. Yeah, I think the show, the episode specifically, yeah, seven. And I think I would have given the whole show maybe like a eight because the the I was very still very invested in it, mm. but a lot of it was still kind of like where are we going with this. So I it, it didn't solidify me. This was the episode where I actually would say probably worried a little bit mm. at the end of it, where I was like, okay, I hope that uh, we don't stay on this note, mm. you know. That like where some where something should happen. I mean, even though the plot moved along in this episode, but yeah. very little actually happens. Yeah, well, like I appreciate it's, it it's, again for being in the world, but it, for me, it, it was missing the 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 thing that's making me interested to uh, see episode three. Like, where's the thriller part? I I get the character part, but where's the thriller part? Yeah. That's the show you the show so far you gave eight. Yeah, I think so. The first two episodes. Yeah. So. Okay, so now it's funny because for me, it's like I, like like you said, like now having analyzed the whole episode scene by scene, because the first time you watch it, you're like you've watched an hour and a half of Andor all together, right? Yeah. That's kind of that's kind of how I analyze it. So you miss a lot of stuff. You you feel like it's so much information given to you at once that you don't really have time to really sit down and think about it in this manner and and feel the way we're feeling and see like, oh, how does this compare to this? Now that we know what's going to happen. Yeah. And now that, so now actually just watching the episode by itself, I would like maybe even give it like, give it a 7.5, maybe even eight, like 7.5, keep it. Just because I, I I really like how 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 character heavy it was and, and how uh, detailed the world building was. And yeah, and yeah, see, that, that's probably why I would give it a 7. Retroactively speaking, if we, Put episode three into the rating. I would give the I would give this uh, an eight just because I think the like we discussed it, by the yeah. by the end of episode three, I understood why episode two was what it was. Yes, yes. And I still have the problem that like you could have done some put something in there to keep the interest going, but yeah. in retrospect, I see what why they did it or what they did, not why they did it, rather what they did, and I appreciate it for that. Again, good so writing, you know. Yes. So, and that's uh, that's very interesting that we're talking about it from this point of view because it goes back to like why three episodes were released at once, and it's like now that I've seen all three and I go back and analyze episode two, knowing what happened in episode three makes me rate episode two higher. Yeah. Same. If I rate the episode by itself based on not having seen episode three, I might rate it a little lower. Because I'll be like, I watched episode one. That was a lot of setup. That was a lot of character building and world building. And then it's almost the same in episode two where the plot really hasn't, it has moved along, but it's 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 way too slow. And the stuff that actually happens in the plot is like, is like the regular stuff that you would expect from a thriller like this, that yeah. if it wasn't Star Wars, it would be just a regular by the books thriller. Where you're like, maybe we don't need a full hour of so much characterization. Like, these characters are not that interesting so far. You know what I yeah. mean? Where it's like, oh my god, we're going to do a psychological study on on this kind of, a, like, a Batman type of character. Where 
It's like, dude, these are just people in like the more interesting part is the Star Wars world building part, right? Yeah. So far. And the characters are interesting, but but now uh, knowing what happens in episode three, it's like, oh, that kind of characterization was very important. And I'm glad that they did all that. So, so I'm going to give it two different ratings. I'm going to give it one, just uh, the fact that I've only seen episode one and two. Based on that, I would give it a seven. Uh, having seen episode three and now watching this again, I might give it an eight, the episode, yeah. or maybe a 7.5. Yeah, I think I agree. Yeah. And the show so far, episode one and two, I, I would I would stay at I would stay at seven. I would actually give the show seven point five, not having seen episode three. And the episode by itself, I would give it an eight, having seen episode. It's a very it's it's a very confusing rating. It's, <laughs> the, it's, yeah, the it's a weird way to like think about like how to analyze something like this. Like but no, I mean it's the having seen so much together of releasing something that is yeah. a TV show, but then abandoning the traditional format of TV, which exactly. is like hook the guy, hook the viewer, make sure they come back after every commercial, and make sure right. they tune in next time. Right. They're acting more like we know you're gonna tune in. So we're just going to do what we want to do. And it's yeah. going to be a long format, long story that yeah. like works as a whole. And then that's the, the danger. Does it work weekly? You know, like that's uh, they're, they're actually breaking uh, two molds of traditional. Uh, well, now it's kind of traditional where it's like one is like once per week, right? One episode per week. And there's commercial. And, you hook. and then the second is the Netflix way where it's like, here's 10 episodes. Yeah. And just watch it whenever you want to watch it, and you'll you'll just you'll just watch the whole thing, right? You binge the whole thing, and you and you judge it based on those ten hours of content. Yeah. But here it's like we're gonna give you three hours first, or like an hour and a half first, and then we're gonna give you half an hour, one by one. So it's like it's like it's like how do I really judge the first three episodes? Do I judge them all together? Do I judge them one by one? So um, that's why there is a confusion a about example, the rating and how, and how we should analyze. A good example is The Boys. When The Boys premieres, they always premiere with three episodes, and then it's a total of ten. So oh. in like seven weeks, you get one episode. But what works with that one is, first of all, it's binge worthy as hell. The Boys, like it's one of those shows. They they're at the moment one of the best when it comes to like the episode is over, and there is just like one last thing, and it's always the thing that changes everything. At the end of the episode, where like you thought you knew something, now it's completely different. Or there's like a new angle that wasn't there before, and because of that, whole new stakes to everything. Right. And like it keeps every time an episode ends, it seems like, oh my god, like you have no idea where it's going. And that is how they keep you hooked. Where, like, I, I don't know, like it's like an example of like they know they're a weekly show and they nail that format. It feels more like. These like the Andor feels like it's going to be a weekly show until it's released, and then they hope mm -hmm. the majority of people will come back, and like most Star Wars fans watch it like three more times in one go, and like you know it's like a, a, I've heard people say that about Boba Fett where like people hate Boba Fett, and then they watch it in one go and they're like it's still not great but it's better, but it's yeah. better you know, so I don't know it, yeah. it's also the thought about it like. How many people watch the premiere every week and how many people are not that invested and over the next five to ten years will go on Disney Plus right. and they're going through Star Wars content and they're like, oh, 
there's a sh- I like Rogue or watch Rogue One, and they're like, there's a show for it, and they just put it on, and they get to binge it at that point. And there's right. uh, probably a lot of people also who just I I know for example our friend Sean generally makes sure that he waits until the most of the show is out, and then he binges. Yeah, it. I, I do that too. I, I I try to once I once I have once I started binging episodes, I was like it was, and then like you like before it was like seasons, right? And mm-hmm. like you get you drop in the middle of like. Uh, like oh, there's four seasons of Dexter, right? and and I was like oh, and you get to binge four seasons at the same time. This is before Netflix even started, yeah. so it was like it. Those episodes came out all at once, like one by one, and f- over the course of four years. But you over the course of like two weeks watch four seasons of it, and now season five comes out, and you're like fuck, I gotta go one hour a week yeah. like once that episode ends you're like oh my god i'm gonna have to wait a whole goddamn week so you're like dude i might as well just if i'm gonna wait that much i might as well just try and wait like seven weeks or eight weeks and just be like i have all the episodes and now i'm gonna watch so them. then is it better if you tune in for an hour a week but the episode ends in a way where you're like oh i need to know what happens next you're just like i will tune in next week and i'll get the next part of the story What would you well, prefer? No, that, would you prefer so, no, them so, like blue balling you every episode, or would you rather have them just like no, it's just a continuous flow, and it doesn't, it's not like you know at the end of the episode is going to be the climax. The climax might be in the right. middle somewhere, and then we just, you know, it just keeps going. What well, it depends on it. It depends on on the sh- on the sh- kind of show that you're watching. If you're watching like a story where it's like a very natural flow of story where. It's not like each episode there's an end to it, and it's got like a cliffhanger and this. Like I don't know if you've seen the show The Killing. No. Uh, uh, so it's like a very small, like two, three, uh, two season, and then there's a third season. But two season is the full story of that, and and dude, that was an ep- like even that was released weekly. But I I binge watched the two seasons, and it was like each episode ends like at such a cliffhanger where you where in your mind you're like, all right. It's five in the morning. Yeah, I, I've binged. I've binged three episodes. I don't have time to binge one more. But then the moment this episode ends, you're like, "Oh my god, I have to see the next." Yeah, one. like I was saying, twenty four so, used to do that too, where like yeah. literally it's like you're cutting me off in the middle right. of the story. Exactly. So it's like I mean, obviously, it's it's a good way to have people stick around because you're like, of course, I'm like even with Dexter, that used to be my favorite show, where it's like. I obviously I'm gonna I can't like when an episode ends it's like oh my god what's gonna happen next and you wait of the full week and you get a full hour of thing but then I I honestly can't decide what's what's the better way even for me because I'm for like me, a lot of times if you just binge watch everything then you then you miss out like I said we binge watched the three episodes but now so that much. I go back and watch just one episode I I I like I'm I get so much more invested in the character I get so much more invested in the details I notice more shit. Rather than just watching like ten hours of stuff, so but I guess just having this sorry, just one uh, where it's like I guess where it's like just having the freedom, like you have ten episodes, and now you get to watch it at your convenience. Maybe that's what. So it depends on the show for me. Where like I've gotten, I'm starting to get used to it again to have the weekly thing. And you, that's how we grew up, and then the binge thing was for a while, and now and since the pandemic, like slowly, it's becoming more a thing to have a weekly. Uh, show uh, what i like with especially specifically like marvel star wars uh other superhero shows that or like shows on like a certain level where like everybody's watching it 
And I'm happy that the water cooler moments are back. When episode is done, and if it's a good show, everybody's speculating and wondering and what is happening right. next week. Like Moon Knight or like there was a couple like WandaVision, Loki, yeah. where those shows were like Loki was one specifically where like you would watch it and so much crazy shit would happen and it would just leave you after the episode and you're just sitting there like well <laughs> you're like okay i i really want to know where it's going but at the same time now you have a week even wonder vision the five yeah. episodes i've seen it's like every episode you're like wait what's going on they give you that mystery right? yeah and you it's like know. you have a week where like if your home is watching it too you are going to talk about it because you're like bro right. did, is that what i saw is that really what they did and it's like right does that mean next week could they be mm. doing this? Is Mephisto going sh to show up and Wonder Vision? Like that sort of shit. Right. Like you're right. only getting that because they're doing the weekly thing, and I appreciate it for that. Where that's what I'm saying. I'm curious with Endor because of it's a different. It is not so fan servicey in that sense, where it's like right. uh, it's playing with like big characters that are very famous. Mm -hmm. Where like because you know Darth Vader from like eight okay, movies. Right. When he shows up, you're like, oh, maybe that in this and you can only speculate. Mm. You're like, you saw Stellan Starsgard for like 30 seconds. And you, unless you've seen the trailer, you can't really speculate much with him. You know, right. until episode three. And then you're like, okay, now I can start speculating. So I'm curious to see how it's weekly. Mm -hmm. But I do appreciate, again, it depends on the show. There are certain shows where I'm just like, if you're giving, if you're making me tune in for the week, at least give me something, you know. Like if you're not have that episode be fully impactful, where be it impactful, really or at least give us something that is like makes me a reason to like sit here. Uh, I right. watch it on Wednesday, on Saturday, randomly throughout the day. I'm like, oh shit, right? right. I can't. I wonder. I can't wait to see the conclusion to this and shit. Like, mm -hmm. give me something like that. Otherwise, right. like. I feel like then yeah figure out I still think we I, uh, the HBO thing I uh, like it we'll do two, two episodes then we or get to an choose. hour long episode I bet there's other shows like HBO did an hour and sometimes an hour is not enough either what is if it's an hour of episode two which is an hour of world building I still won't right. be satisfied if you give me episode two and three I'm like okay fine the first hour is worth it because of episode like just I feel like also, like you were saying, like three episodes were actually a bit too much at first because mm. you're like, oh, I don't know. Fuck, I can't think I can do another episode right now. That's why right. I think two is, for me, has been the perfect uh, right. length, especially especially with an hour long show because it was like mm. after one hour, I'm just getting like I, now I'm in, you know, now right. let's fucking right. go. Right. You right. fucking you've right. hooked me now for an hour and mm. then you leave me and then there's nothing on your platform that I can put my enthusiasm into so i just walk mm -hmm. away and i'm like okay and then I, I have such a it's like a fucking crash from a high where like with two episodes it ends the same way as episode one did but because now you have right. two hours you're like okay you know what i'm good that was awesome i can't right. wait right. to see right. the next episode but i'm okay with waiting because i just had i, I just spent two hours in this world i stopped I, everything I, I, in my life and i was two hours in your world you know and I guess it's like uh, it's it's almost like the way you were describing it. It's like when you when you get like a cliffhanger at the end of one episode, right? Yeah. And 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 you have another episode. It's like you get that fix at least where you're like you get a cliffhanger, and I can't wait to watch it, and I get to watch it. And then give me another cliffhanger. And then you give me another cliffhanger, and now I have to wait a week. Yeah. 
So that's, I think that's pretty good. Where it's, it's, where, the where it's not like and yeah. dopamine hit right away. Yeah. And then right. they give you the tease right. and you know how good the dopamine hit is right. because they've already right. given you a taste of it. So and you're you sitting also there, know that you, want you also know that the next one that I get, I'll get a follow up along with that at that moment as yeah. well. Exactly. It's like it, you're not wondering what, like you're not anticipating what is like how good is the payoff if you already give me a payoff once i'm like right. okay you do that and again on that level i'll fucking wait but if you just right. give me the setup and i have still don't know at all if you're worthy of me tuning in next week and you give right. me the payoff then as, it's like as, and especially when it's like when it's like a little uneven where it's like some payoffs like some sometimes when you wait the payoff's amazing and then sometimes it's like eh whatever yeah. Like that sort of leaves you like, okay, I guess I'll watch it, but it's not like, uh, like, yeah, like it's not like every single episode has, has, a, has an awesome cliffhanger and then has an awesome payoff. A lot of episodes, a lot of shows I've seen where it's like some episodes you wait a week and the payoff is amazing. And then some episodes you wait a week and, and there's no payoff. Yeah, you know, they, like, then, they make a yeah. joke out of it or something for right, sure, but right. it's the... But like that way, they keep it also fresh. That it's not formulaic. It's, right. it's more about right. like hit us once with like what you can do. That's why I always say like usually I give shows three episodes because I'm like, if you cannot figure it out by the third episode, then I don't know if I want to be around for four, right. or five, six, seven, eight. You know. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. It'd be yeah. interesting to see next week. Yeah, I, I guess um, th that's the episode that's going to answer most of our questions, hopefully. All these sort of, like, not not the story questions, but the but the questions surrounding uh, the format and, the uh, and how we watch it yeah. and how we um, take in all the information and the story and the characters and, and, and if it's even worth it or not. Like, and, I mean, obviously, we won't, like, judge it just on that one episode, but it will be a hopefully pretty good indication of what what sort of direction we're headed in in terms of uh, what is the show going to be like and and was it really necessary to give us three or not and all those those are, those type of questions hopefully should be at least somewhat if not answered but at least give us a clear indication of where we're headed yeah. for episode five and six and so on. Yeah. You would hope so because like this now it's the yeah. point where like you've right. everything is set up to the point where like now tell us what where we headed. Yeah, you know. Where it's like now, I want every episode to be like episode three. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be on the same level. I'm okay as long no, as no, the story. No, is like there. the pacing and the thing yeah. that the amount of things that happen where we don't need more. Uh, I, I mean, I guess one or two episodes here and there of like char character episodes, but but more so where it's like if you're just gonna make us watch a half an hour, thirty five minutes a week, then it then it then it then we don't need to spend even more time again with the, with the hammer bra. Like if we just hear bells ringing in the background, we know that it's him. I really hope like, that I mean, we move on. I yeah. hope we're done with the town. Oh, from, from Morlana? We yeah, just, we I, just move I think, on. It, I hope it's done. It served its purpose. Right. Oh, okay. 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 I, I don't know for well, sure, then, okay. but I hope so. Okay. Okay. So, okay. so if that, if that's the, if that's the hope, I'm going to ask you the question where it's like, we spent so much time, building Morlana, the people, their routine, their, their rituals, their everyday, all this stuff. If they move on to a different place altogether, wouldn't, wouldn't that be less of a payoff where it's like, wait, now we have to learn new, more new shit, more world building? Because mm. now if they introduce a new place, 
they better go into detail like they did with Morlana, right? That's our expectation. That's how we... But, for example, if he goes to a new place and you see it from Endor's point of view, you will just find out what he learns as a new person in a new place where, like, this was more catching up with him uh, as a lived-in world where he's been living for a while. We're catching up with everything he knows. Where if he goes to a new place, we don't have to do all of that. We're just actively learning with him, you know? I don't know. And it's not like they would... I hope we don't don't go into every new place. Yeah, I don't think so. And I don't think that we'll never see Molana again. I think it's more about... Like, I think there's still characters there. Yeah, the characters matter. He will definitely also go back if he leaves. And there's definitely more purpose to them. But I just hope episode three is a great payoff to all the, the setup that we've had. Yes, at the town I agree. That I, I would be okay with like them having served their main purpose to the first arc of the show. And maybe they come back later. Maybe there is a point where he needs help from somebody there. But I I don't know. I just thought I just think after this it would really help with the uh, it feeling slow and the pacing and just like now we're in action, you know? Like Stellan Starsgard has come and he pulls him out of this world that we just learned. Well, we'll we'll, we'll discuss that in episode 3. And, uh, yeah, I'm just saying like that's my hope for the future, you know. Well, it's not a spoiler. Like he's there. No, no, no. What I'm, what I'm saying is, like, I was joking like, that we don't want to be spoilers. Like, we've we've been in heavy spoilers for like <laughs> ten hours now. So but yeah, I think. Uh, any other questions for episode two? Uh, I think that's it, man. I th- I think we did a pretty good breakdown of ev- everything that happens and everything, what to expect for the next one, and and what our questions are for for future episodes. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. And we've given our ratings, we've given how we feel about it, how we felt about it, watching it a second time, having yep. the first, third episode. So, so yeah. yeah. Tune so, in for next the next podcast where we break down episode three. Yeah. Tune in next time when we do episode three of Endor. In the meantime, like and subscribe and hit the, the bell button wherever you listen. Ring the bell like Hammer Brothers. <laughs>